episode 15. Thank you for listening to episode 14. Ah, uh, beep. I am Gary here with my co-host. Bear. And Brandon. Thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out at Wes Anderson Music on Facebook and give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, the official merchandise provider for Over the Line Sports Podcast. If you're interested in doing business with them, mention Over the Line Sports Podcast and the owner, Brandon, not Fart Knocker over here, will give you a great <laughs> deal on your clothing needs. Thanks to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Check him out on Facebook at Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. You can also reach him at 419-704-5471. They serve the Toledo and surrounding area. Mention Over the Line Sports Podcast, and Sean will give you a discount on services. Also, thank you to Verizon, who is a true technology business partner who helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future. We build it. Go to their website to get in touch with the sales rep in your area. Check us out. Check that out on Twitter. Bear will make sure to get it up on Twitter what their their website is so that you can reach them. Thanks again to Tim and Stephanie at Verizon for all of their support. Um, also today we do have a special guest, which I will let him introduce himself in a little bit. But uh, he's going to be covering NBA with us. He is my road buddy when we go do the Luke Bryan Farm Tour shows, which has been a great time. Thank you to Boone, Iowa, for your shitty rain, six inches of mud, trash. I didn't tell you guys this, but we it was pouring rain all day. So I didn't, first off, get to see the Penn State-Ohio State game. We just caught it on GameCast because you couldn't get a signal. And we were sitting in, like, standing in mud, and it was awful. So they had to bring cedar chips to put down so that we could actually stand and then they had the all the guys ended up with like uh, um, camouflage jackets because it was freezing cold. Was was that those cedar chips? Were they from Cedar Rapids, Iowa? They may have been from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, or they could have just been from the tree that the farmer chopped chopped down next door. Yeah, you know what they could have been. Yeah, but, but you never know. You never know. So it was uh, cedar chips and drunks all the time. That's what we like to deal with during those shows. And after actually we record this, since it's a Tuesday, it's a special show. We are heading to Georgia, Albany, Georgia. I didn't even know there was such a place. Southwest uh, Georgia. Got a 12-and-a-half-hour hike to get there and uh, make it back in time for Saturday's show. So it'll be nice. Going to drive through the night so we can make it back Saturday. There's an Albany, New York. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were going there or not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wasn't sure. Yes. There um, is an Albany, New York. Thank I'm, you. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to take Brandon's last peach ring here. So Sorry. Yeah. I was actually just looking up to see since a stat guy has either quit or has fallen over drunk somewhere in a trash can. Dude, did you see that he tweeted us? I did, and I ignored it, I'm pretty sure. Well, he he informed me that Coventry is not the city because he's like, it's actually Covington, and he's been there kidnapped, and I didn't know he was alive. You know. He was down there for like some kind of Ted Nugent No, it was um, was probably tequila and pancakes. He wanted Miller Lite or something. I can't remember what. But regardless, um, you know, we don't want someone who uh, shows up every now and then. So we might be on the search or a hire for another new stat guy, something like that. Well, I don't, you know, we don't we don't pay um, except for Brandon's farts. But other than that, that you can enjoy that in. smell. Yeah, I mean, I think that's good, better than what the last stat guy got paid. Yeah. But I was trying to look up to see if we had any listeners in Iowa while you completely just destroyed them. So you absolutely buried the entire state for one crappy city. Yeah. But um, I don't have the time to do that, and well, I really don't the, care. The state, the state honestly sucks. Like, I did not enjoy it. Everybody there, of course, have their Hawkeyes, Hawkeyes gear on. We walked in. We didn't say anything because, you know, we got smoked last year. We, yes, we. Ohio State got smoked by Iowa. What position did you play in that game? 
Me? Yes. You. I was uh, left out. Don't listen. To, don't listen to him. Just keep on going, Gary. I was left out, and that's, uh, that's my favorite position. Yes, me too. And uh, we, the three of us, walked in with all our Ohio State gear on, and nobody surprisingly said anything because they're trash. Because they're Iowa fans. Yeah, exactly. And there were a few Cyclones fans there at uh, some of the stuff, so it was yeah. interesting. They're in the Big Twelve, though. It doesn't really count. Yeah, this is true. So let's uh, let's get into NBA preview. I will let Bear take it from here and, and introduce our special guest. Well, go right ahead, Jake. Introduce yourself. <laughs> All right, I'm Jacob. That's it? Just Jacob? <laughs> Jake from State Farm. Sorry. There we go. That's better. That's what I like to hear. What are you wearing, Jake, from State Farm? A Hawaii sweatshirt. Thank oh, you. Yeah, you're not wearing khakis. I'm a little bit disappointed. Excuse me. Um, you're the same Jake that's in third place in the picks can pick him, right, right now? Yes, that is very true. Two behind us? Okay. <laughs> I heard you're an NBA guru. Is that also true? I try to be. That's at least what Gary says. He's not totally factual most of the time. So, um, Just a little bit. Who's your favorite team in the NBA? Uh, that would be the Cavaliers. Okay. Um, how do you feel about LeBron going to L.A.? I'm obviously upset about it, but you can't. I mean, you can't be mad at him anymore. He did what he promised he was going to do in Cleveland, and you know he's moving on to a new team. I agree with you. I'm a big Cavs fan as well. So, you know, it, it was nice to see him come through with his promise after leaving the first time and then go to um, L.A. right now and maybe hopefully dethrone Golden State is what I want him to do. I've, I've never been a big Lakers fan. I've always respected Kobe, but never been a Lakers guy. Um, so I don't know how much I'll actually root for the Lakers. But I think as we uh, as we go, I'm just going to want them to beat Golden State more or less. Um, it, it's one of those things that it has to happen eventually, right? Not everyone. Yes. Yeah, so, yep. That all has dynasties to have to end, right? Exactly. Even the Patriots quite haven't yet. It's going to get there. So, what do you think about uh, Golden State and and also picking up Boogie Cousins this offseason for cheap? <laughs> yeah, they, they got him for next to nothing. It seems like, um, you know, they're definitely the force to be reckoned with in the NBA right now. Um, you know, I, if the, anybody's going to do it in the West, I honestly think it's going to be the Lakers in the next two, maybe three years get that team together a little more but you know you can't argue with how good golden state plays spreads the floor you can score on anybody so okay um now with the lakers i know they have a lot of uh you know they got a lot of young talent along with also a lot of veterans you got rondo you got mcgee obviously you have lebron playing with ball ingram um kuzma a lot of those younger guys how do you think that's all going to mesh especially uh, you know i've heard some rumblings that lebron isn't going to have the role he did in cleveland he's going to let rondo facilitate and he's just going to be the guy there and then ball also when he comes back facilitate okay yeah so i definitely um they definitely i i think it's going to take some time but i definitely think they're going to be they're going to be able to push the ball i definitely think they're going to spread the floor they're going to hit their shots lebron's going to hit the open man you know he's going to score from anywhere on the court um do you think he's going to he's gonna give those Cleveland minutes, or do you think it's going to be down a little bit? Because, I mean, in Cleveland, you know, he was averaging 37 to 39 minutes a game, especially this last year. It was huge. I think it was his most minutes he's played. Obviously, he played in all 82 games, which he's in absolutely great physical shape. But, you know, he's he's getting up there a little bit in age, and he's been in the league for, what, now 15 years, I think? So yeah, 15, 16 years, year? something like yeah. that. Um, yeah, so I think that he's definitely going to try to, like, they're going to try to keep down his minutes a little bit, but I, if they make it to the playoffs and they're playing well, I think that, that his minutes are definitely going to be like they were in Cleveland. I agree with you. And off a little bit of the LeBron Lakers talk, let's go over to the East. Um, what are you thinking in the East this year? You know, there's not, there's probably two or three great teams, and then the rest is kind of just blah, in my opinion. What do you think about the East this year? Yeah, I, 
you definitely are going to have Philadelphia. They're going to be really good. They're a solid team. Then you have Boston. You know, those are definitely probably going to be the top two teams in the East this year. I mean, the Raptors picked up Kawhi Leonard. So, I mean, I think they're a top four team in the East. And then you got Milwaukee. But after that, I really don't see any that much competition. One of the questions I had for you, um, which I really have always disliked in basketball, um, you got a lot of stacked divisions. Like you have Boston, Philadelphia, Toronto all in the same division. Those are probably going to be three of the top four teams, but only one team can win that conference. And then you have your conference winners, and then you have everyone else fall in between. Should the playoffs reseed? Should it be the top eight no matter what? You know, Because you're going to have teams like the Wizards win this year, and they would realistically be a six or seven seed. But they're going to win their conference so or their division, so you know they're going to be up there a little bit. You're going to have the Pacers as well. You know the Pacers are probably going to be a two seed this year, most likely, just because they're going to win the Central, but you know they're not going to have as good as record as Philly, Toronto, maybe even Milwaukee. Do you think there should be a reseeding? Yeah, there, I for the playoffs, there, I think there should definitely be a reseeding. Um, you def, you want the best eight teams in the conference. You, I think the doing it by conference champions that definitely messes it up a little bit if that's something they're going to do in the future it's to put the top eight teams in the playoffs what about just top 16 i know there still has to be an east and west but you saw last year i think the west had like 11 of what have been the top 16 teams in the nba what do you think about that i would be a fan of that i think that could be a good move for the nba as well i i would not have a problem with that yeah, I mean, obviously you still have to keep the East and West. You can't have East Coast teams traveling West, West Coast traveling East all the time. It's understandable there's still got to be conferences, but maybe just get rid of the divisions inside of those and just do your top 16 at the end of the year overall sort of thing. I've always thought that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, I definitely agree. That that would definitely be something worth doing. Okay. So we have a Pistons fan at the table, and I'm going to let him interject here in a second. Um, I I think I, I gave my you know top eight, and it was really uh, a the eighth, the eighth spot, I didn't want to leave Cleveland out. I think they're still going to have a decent squad this year, especially in the East. They're not going to compete with the Bostons, the Philadelphias, the Torontos of the world. But they're going to be able to win some games. I think it's going to go back to old Kevin Love. He's going to be able to run the show. He's not going to quite be that 2015, 2020 guy he was in Minnesota five, ten years ago. But I think he's still got what it takes to play 30 minutes a game and still put up you know, 2010 definitely numbers, if not 2013 average. Um, I have the Pistons sitting in my nine seed right now, and I wanted to flip-flop, and I have a bet with my other buddy Andy on that right now. I think it's first of 20 wins we have. But I want to let you give your take on what you think between Cleveland and Detroit this year because they are going to be really close um, you know, athletically as a team. I have a feeling they're, they're not going to be off by more than three games, and then I'll let Brandon interject once you're done there, Jake. Okay, yeah, um, so Kevin Love's definitely going to have to become that leader of that team this year, and just if they can put that team together and they can start to gel on offense and play some defense – Definitely think Cleveland's going to be the better team out of those. Um, but if they can't get that team together and they're not playing together and playing how they need to play, then the Pistons could be the better team. It's just going to see how they're coached and see how they play this year. Certainly will be interesting. Brandon, what's your take on the Pistons this year? Um, well, just going back to what you were saying, don't tell Tristan Thompson that what you just said about the Cavaliers. But um... I, I, like, I like his confidence. <laughs> I do because he's, he's not wrong. They yeah, still are very, the champs until someone takes over. He's very true, but um, I think Cle- I mean obviously Cleveland's gonna. I think they're gonna struggle this year a little bit. They're not gonna be what they what they were these past couple of years. I can see them. I can see Detroit and them. I can see Detroit and Cleveland either being seven or eight. But to go, you know, to talk about the Pistons, I can see the Pistons being 
I know this is kind of a far range, but from 7 to 10, uh, Dwayne Casey did give uh, Andre, Dub- Andre Drummond the uh, green light to shoot threes. So we're going to see how that goes. Which makes them a 10 seed. Yeah. So we're going to see how that goes. So um, Also, I, off of that, has Andre shaved his shoulder hair? That could I, affect I his know. shooting. I, don't, I haven't seen him in a while. Next time I see him, though, I'll ask him. Okay, thank you. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think the Pistons, you know, I would love to see them make the playoffs and everything, um, actually compete. I'm glad that they made a transition. I didn't like the whole president, uh, head coach uh, title being the one person. So I'm glad they, they uh, got rid of that. Uh, changed up the uh, front office a little bit. Got Dwayne Casey. I think he um, got robbed in Toronto. I don't think he should have got fired. He but was, he was the number one seed two years in a he row. He was the number one seed two years in a row and coach of the year and, last year, and, and he gets fired. And he just couldn't beat LeBron. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I see the Pistons either being a you know seven, no more than no higher than seven, no lower than ten. So, but Cleveland will be in that range too. I don't think Cleveland's going to be. You know, terrible. I don't think they're going to be at the bottom. They're going to compete. They're, um, yeah. So seven or eight, nah, no lower than ten. I, and I agree with you there. And and I do think that Cleveland they could be lower than ten. I, I do think they could. It just it's it, it depends how the team meshes without LeBron. Like I said, there's going to be a chemistry there. You know, he ran the whole entire show. So this preseason is going to show a little bit. Um, they got the they got the kid from Alabama, Colin Sexton. Should be able to run point, you know. Um, Which I think is a great pick. Yeah, he looked definitely. good. He looked good in the summer league. I think they got to the finals and lost to the Lakers in the summer league. Is that right, Jake? Did you uh, watch any of that? I did not watch that this year, unfortunately. Um, so I actually have no idea what happened with that. Yeah, I think they either lost in the semis or they lost in the finals to the Lakers. It was one of the two. But they looked good in the summer league, which was nice to see. Like I said, it, it's going to be an interesting year. The East, though, is going to be weak, so it gives Cleveland a chance to finish at 38 and 44 and still get the A seed because that's how the East is. Um, they stand no chance in the West. You know, uh, I think that the West is going to be a tad bit weaker this year. Um, you know, the team. You know, you got teams like the Pelicans who losing Boogie hurts a lot. They're going to drop off. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of records are. I think it's going to be really top heavy on both sides of it. Besides them losing Boogie Cousins, what do you think about them losing Ron? Do you think that was a big impact too? I don't because Drew Holiday can run the point and has run the point. Um, but Rondo is still one of the, if not the best assist guy, the best passer right now in the NBA, um, you know, and LeBron's up there too. But just as a pure point guard, I think Rondo is a great passer. It's going to hurt a little bit, but when you lose Boogie, it's going to be tough. You still have AD, so Davis, you know, he's, he's going to be solid still. So I, I think that even though the Pelicans, you know, still have a decent squad, I just, I just can't see them making the playoffs this year with some of the other teams right now, especially now that – the Lakers didn't make the playoffs and obviously will this year, obviously pending injury on LeBron. Um, but going off of that, Jake, with LeBron going to the Lakers, obviously Golden State, I hate to say Boston, but you know Boston started this more or less. What do you think of super teams in the NBA and how that's affecting the NBA? See, I like them and I don't. There's like Golden State, I mean, it's hard to compete with that team. Not every franchise has the money that, to put a team like that together, not not everybody is able to do that. It's just being in that good market to where players want to go play, having that right coach, having the right organization. Um, I think if it's put together the right way, I mean, you can't argue with Golden State's dominance the last three, four years. And, and, and I hate to say that they were a super team, but they were when Durant went there. 
that made them a super team because everyone else they had there was drafted there. Curry was drafted. Thompson was drafted. Draymond was drafted. They had a good core, and they filled in with good role players around. You know, the, the JaVel McGee's and the Zaza Pachulia's of the world are not good NBA players by any stretch of the imagination. But they are just great role players for what they did there. They're good guys that were down inside. They could get the dirty minutes, the 12 to 15 minutes, and get, you know, 10 points, three boards, a couple fouls, rough some people up. Um, it wasn't until Durant went there that made them the super team, which was because they couldn't beat Cleveland. They knew they wouldn't beat Cleveland. You know, they wouldn't have beaten Cleveland if Kyrie didn't get hurt the first time they played. Yep. They couldn't do it when they were all healthy. And then the third time they needed Durant, who played a stellar finals um, to beat LeBron, Kyrie, and the Cavs. Um, but, you know, having Boogie go there now, it, it turns that, it, it keeps that super team motto. And the Celtics did that in what, Gary, 08? Nine. That is correct. 08, won 08. the title. Okay. That's the only time they won it, obviously, with that big three. Yep. And that's kind of what started it, getting the stars to align and come together. And then, obviously, LeBron did it when he went to Miami, you know, so, so they could beat Boston because they couldn't do that with Cleveland. They needed He needed to go join with Wade and Bosh in, in Miami and do that. Um, my personal opinion, I'm, I'm kind of the same as you, Jake. I, I like it and I don't. I don't like it more or less because I just don't like the Warriors. I love Steve Kerr as a coach, and I respect him very much, but I just can't stand Steph Curry and his mouth guard chewing and all that garbage that goes with that. So I guess we'll see as we go and how that happens. Like you said, Boogie, is a, he's an injury waiting to happen. I think he's still a great player, probably the best center, but one of the, probably the, one of the top ten players in the league, just the way he can shoot threes and, and, and just play um, you know down low and dirty in general. But it'll be interesting to see how the year plays out. Give me a team, Jake, that is going to go under the radar this year that not many people are going to be talking about who you think will has a good chance to contend. For that, I would probably, you know, I actually didn't think about that one. I didn't, I didn't look anything up about that. I have the, I have the hard-hitting questions here. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, I'll, I'll give you one. Mine, I, I think, you know, Utah. I think they're going to be a great squad this year. They looked pretty good last year, and they got uh, Grayson Allen, I think, from Duke, right? That's who they drafted. I think he's going to play great there with um, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Rudy Gobert. I think they're definitely I – don't, I don't know if they're totally under the radar as well as they played last year, but I definitely think that, you know, a lot of people are going to not look at them. And I think they're going to win their conference this year, and I think they're going to be the three seed, and they have a good chance to – to cause a little ruckus there in the in the playoffs. I think anybody that's not Boston and Golden State or the Lakers just because of LeBron are flying under the radar. Well, Philadelphia isn't flying under the radar. Well, they're not, but, I mean, you see what happened to them last year in the playoffs too. Toronto isn't flying under the radar. Yeah, they're not, but, I mean, they got swept by Cleveland. Toronto did in the playoffs. Yeah. And then, but you got Kawhi and you had the all, and you got right. rid of Casey for no reason, more or less. Right. So which is, they've trash. had a lot of news on them. And you got rid of DeRozan. So, yep. And then the, we didn't want to go. And then the Celtics beat the 76ers in five yep. without their two best players. So, I mean, it's, I, I don't know if, I mean, granted, anything could happen. I didn't think Boston would get as far as they did, especially taking Cleveland to seven without their two best players. Right. But we got to see that Tatum is a real deal. And I think, you know, people said, who's better, Tatum or Brown? I think Tatum all day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you got to see that in the playoffs. He, he came into play, and he played a good playoff playoff um, every series. He certainly so he took over. He, no, he was a leader. 
no doubt in my mind he took over that team, and, and I was still salty that when the Cavs traded with you know for IT that they didn't package them with Jalen or Tatum, and oh. now I understand why Danny Ainge didn't want to send them that well, way. And the guy, you know, people get pissed off at him because, oh, he doesn't go up and draft these people and doesn't do this, doesn't make the big splash. I'm like, he doesn't need to. No. He doesn't, and they're fine. Sure, they haven't won a title, but – well, I mean, it's, it's Golden they're State. Rookies, like, so. Yeah, they're rookies. And then, uh, you know, Brown is two years. And then, you know, and Taylor Hayward was a rookie. Was Hayward was hurt. And then you got Kyrie who got hurt. And now you're going to have them all back. So you got a starting five that's probably going to be Kyrie playing point. You're probably going to have Tatum drop back to sh- uh, shooting guard. Yep. And then you're going to have uh, Hayward. You're going to have um, Brown, Brown and Horford. And Horford is going to be your likely starting Mark- five. And then Marcus Smart is signed a big deal, so he's re-signed. coming off the bench. And then you got Marcus Morris who's going to come in. Aaron Baines is going to come in, so they still got yeah. that depth. Yeah, but have, yeah. what are you saying, ooh, for? Aaron Baines, you just – But did you see what he did for them? Yeah. I he mean, did but, quite a bit for them. But it's still Aaron Baines. It is still Aaron Baines. But coming off the bench when everybody's exhausted, that guy can do things because all the studs are doing what they're doing. I'll, he I'll he gets what? He'll maybe get five minutes. I'll give you that. I mean, yeah, he'll get five to six minutes a game. Yeah, maybe, especially unless they get more, hurt. And in the playoffs, he obviously got more because more people were hurt. He had more run. But like I said, we'll see. And we'll get there here in a couple minutes. I have one more question for Jake. Um, it goes off with most under te- or team going under the radar. Who's the most overrated team you think in the NBA? I think Houston's going to be an overrated team this year. Um, a lot of people are liking that Carmelo Anthony signing. I think that's going to make them a lot worse this year. Yep. I think it's going to slow them down. Um and he takes a lot of unnecessary shots that aren't good for your team. You know what he reminds me of, though, going there? Oklahoma's, uh, Oklahoma City, what, three, four years ago? When you had Harden and Durant. And Westbrook. And Westbrook. Three guys that lead the team shooting. You know, they had it. They, they should have won multiple titles. Yeah. And they can't because everybody's got to be the stud. They well yeah exactly they got a little bit too ahead of themselves but Harden wasn't going to get paid in Oklahoma City and and Durant would have but he didn't and he chose to go elsewhere and get paid still regardless but yeah I mean Houston definitely is going to be up there as overrated um, I, I do think you're right I agree I think Melo hurts the team they 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 lost Clint Capella um, that that was a huge part of their team they lose that center down in there and I mean he was he was great he didn't put up the stats. The big stats, but I mean, the dude was still like eleven and eleven. I mean, and consistently, it was great. He was a good player, and he played thirty-six minutes a game. He got hurt a little bit last year, but he getting money elsewhere. So I think Houston's definitely going to be overrated this year. Uh, Brandon, what do you got for overrated this year? Uh, I, I have Houston too. I, I think the, them three. Um, I think the addition of Carmelo is is what makes them overrated. I think they're. I don't think they're going to be that good. They're not. Obviously, they're going to make the playoffs. Obviously, they're going to be top in the West, but they're not going to make it to the finals. Okay. Um, and since you did say finals, we'll transition to that, and I'm going to start with you, and we'll, we'll come around the horn here. Give me your uh, your finals matchup and who you got winning and in how many games. I have somewhat of an upset. I got Philly over Golden State in seven games. Interesting. Philly, huh? So what, what leads you to that? You think, um, think Embiid stays healthy all year? I think Simmons starts – he doesn't choke in the playoffs like he did last year. What, do you have one point in the final game, I think? Yeah. Not yeah, great. I think uh, they got Markel Fultz uh, healthy. They got Ben Simmons who – I mean, he's he's going to be one of the top guys in the NBA. And, yeah, hopefully Joel uh, Embiid can stay healthy this year. Um, I mean, I think Philly over the, the long um, – long, long term, yeah. I think they're going to be definitely one of the top teams. It's going to be them in Boston going back at it. Yeah. Year after while. year, 
for a while, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with a little bit of an upset. Philly, they're not going to get the top seed. They'll probably be like a third, you know, number three seed or two seed. Um, so they won't have – they do, won't have uh, – Do you think they're going to win their conference or their division, which has Boston and Toronto in it? No, no. Okay, they're so, they're, so they won't be a top four seed – or they won't yeah. be a top three seed then. Well, no, not – yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's right. Four will so, be the best they can do if yeah, you don't think that yeah, they're going to win Yeah, that's that. correct. I'm sorry. Okay. So, uh, yeah, four seed. Um, but, yeah, in seven. At Golden State on that in in the Oracle. Okay, um, I'm going to go a little bit long-winded. I do have my top eight. I have Boston winning the East. I have the Pacers winning the Central as the two seed, and the Wizards winning the Southeast as the three seed. Philly sitting at the four seed. Toronto at the five. That conference or that division, um, the Atlantic is going to be good this year. So those will be your realistically should be your top three seeds. Probably have the top three best records in the NBA or in the East. Excuse me this year. Um, and then my sixth seed will be Milwaukee, always a team to look out for. They are eventually going to get there. Giannis Antetokounmpo is a monster. He's just going to keep getting better. I do like that team. Um, they're definitely going to be one I'm going to watch a lot this year. I have Charlotte in my seventh seed and Cleveland as my eighth, probably getting swept by the Celtics uh, in the first round. But I do – and then, I'm sorry, in the West, we'll have Golden State as the Pacific champs, Houston winning the Southwest, Utah winning the Northwest, Minnesota is my four seed. Lakers is my five seed. Thunder six. Portland seven. Spurs is my eighth seed. I battled that for a little bit, but I just couldn't find a team better in the West that could overtake them. So I think the playoff streak lives on, and they make it again this year. Did you say Minnesota four seed? Yeah, I think Minnesota is going to be great this year. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to they're going to have a really good year. I think if they get rid of Butler, um, it'll help get rid of a lot of that distraction. I think they're going to think they're going to play pretty well. Nice. Um. Mine, I have Boston beating Golden State in seven this year. Um, I think if Boston stays healthy, they are the best team in the NBA, at least the most complete team in the NBA to take over Golden State. They have the shooters. They have the defense. I think that they can play. Tatum can match up with Thompson, anybody on that team, Curry, Thompson. Obviously, Kyrie can match up with Curry all day. I don't think Boogie stays healthy all year. I hope he does. If so, if he does and he is in the finals this year, I really think that that's going to be where it could flip because Horford will not be able to guard Boogie. He cannot. Horford is not that good. I think he's overrated, but he plays on a good squad, and he's just a solid guy who's been there, but I don't think Horford's that good. Regardless, I'm sticking with Boston right now um, over Golden State in seven. Jake, what you got? Uh, I got got the Celtics over the Warriors in six. I think Boston's going to do it at home in game six. And, Gary, what do you think? You're a big Celtics fan. What you got? Well, I didn't want to go homer and say Celtics over the Warriors. I was going to actually say the Warriors over the Celtics uh, in seven. But I would like to see the Celtics over the Warriors, so I just don't want to pull for my team because then I just get let down. But I'm going to be pulling for them, of course, but I'm going to say the Warriors. Uh, This is going to be the first year that Boston is together if they stay healthy. You know, Hayward got to play, what, seven minutes with a team? Not even. I think he played three. Yeah, so we we don't know what's going to happen. Right, and we we don't know what's going to happen, so um, I think they're going to be a solid team. But until somebody stops the Warriors, and I think maybe it, it could be after this year, but then I got this fear of, oh, Durant may go to the Lakers, and so might a few other players in the NBA talking about going to the Lakers. I would love to see – I know there's talk of Anthony Davis going to the Lakers or and Celtics. Paul George, yeah. Right, right. I would love to see Anthony Davis go to the Celtics, and then I'm like, great, I'm done. Yeah, give them the title for the next 10 years. I'd be okay with that, but I don't I, – I doubt it. So, quick question, uh, Brad Stevens, best coach in the NBA? Um. 
Pop is still the best coach in the NBA, but I will say Brad Stevens is going to be the best coach in the NBA. I would say okay. I would say Steve Kerr, Popovich, Brad Stevens. Now, why would you say Steve Kerr? I, I, obvious with the titles, but why would no, you pick I just, Steve Kerr? I just think Steve Kerr brought that team up from nothing, more or less. You know what? Mark Jackson okay. had Mark Jackson had pretty much the same talent, and he didn't do shit with them. So I think that Steve Kerr made that talent what it is, um, and I do like Steve Kerr. And I, obviously, Pop's still going to be top up there, and, and Brad Stevens is very smart. I think last year against Cleveland, he outcoached himself a little bit, so I think he'll learn from that, and I think he's going to be pretty good here moving forward. Speaking of moving forward, as I'm looking at uh, the national anthem here being played in the Cubs-Rockies game, let's do a little bit of baseball. Um, playoffs, wild card matchups. So obviously we are recording on Tuesday right now, and as we are recording, the Cubs and Rockies here are about to be first pitch. I think tonight, Lester against a very unexperienced Colorado playoff team, but a great offense is going to win. Um, I, I, I think that, you know, Colorado is good, very good. Just I don't think they're going to win in this one little game, this one wild card game here tonight, in my opinion. Um, Brandon, you're the Cubs fan. I will defer to Gary first because I want to get your take after that. I want to I want to have your take last, and then we'll go into tomorrow's game, and then I'll give your take, and then Gary's last because the Yankees play tomorrow. Right. So, so um, thank you to Jake for coming in and and doing the NBA. Yeah, that was uh, awesome, preview. Jake. Thank you. And um, so you talked a little bit about who's playing, correct, in these games, these wild card games. Yes. Well, so, uh, just just tonight we're going to start, and then I'll go into tomorrow. Okay, but we know what happened with that 163rd game just to. Do, to decide the divisions. That was pretty awesome. That we had two matchups there with the Brewers who had to win eight in a row, yep. including yesterday, to win that division. Won the Central over the Cubs. Amazing. Yep. Like that they, they were able to pull that off and do that. They were out of the conversation a week and a half ago. So the fact that they did that, came back and did and, and won the division is awesome. And now they are the one seed. So the winner of this game tonight, which it's it's uh, Rockies at Cubs um, and then there's also, you know, Dodgers won 5-2 to two last night over the Rockies, so that's why the Rockies are there. Um, I, I don't know who's pitching tonight. Who's pitching tonight? Kyle Freeland uh, and John Lester. And Lester's pitching for the Cubs? Yes. Uh, then give me the Cubs. I'm just going to say give me the Cubs right there. They're at home. Lester's proven. He's been there. He's done that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rockies won. Maybe they want it more because the Cubs have kind of fallen off this past week. But um, – you know, but they're playing. They're playing to win. They, it's an embarrassment that they're they lost to the Brewers. The Brewers that shouldn't have happened. And uh, Donald Trump's flying over right now. <laughs> and um, it's kind of it, it's sad to see that the Cubs had that happen. They, there's no reason to me that they lost that division. They shouldn't have. No, they never should have. And they just kind of choked, pretty much more or less. And Milwaukee, you know, was they've been disrespected ever since Yelich got traded there. Right. And I think they use that as fuel. And I think they're going to keep using it as fuel. And no matter what, if you're the best team or not, when you come in hot to the playoffs and won as many as you have it's it's big i mean that's going to be a huge push for them and whoever does win this game tonight goes to milwaukee on friday to play i think right so or thursday excuse me thursday today's tuesday thursday know, i want to take the rockies just because it would be awesome to see and uh, cuz they got um, where did yelich come from um uh, miami and he's in you said milwaukee or not yeah, he's in Milwaukee. Yeah, he got yeah, traded yeah. to Milwaukee. And he's year. probably going to be the MVP. He should be the MVP. I, I don't no know reason. if he won the Triple Crown or not. He it's, didn't. 
He did yeah, not. Yeah, it's going down between him or uh, Javi Baez. So. Yeah, and Baez would be a good – some of the plays that dude makes, tagging yeah. people out. Did you yeah. see that yeah. on uh, Scott Van Pelt oh, when yeah. he's doing the tags? Um, I could see it. I, I see. I think Yelich wins it. But um, I, I think the Cubs are going to win tonight. But uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rockies won, but I, I think the Cubs got it. Brandon? Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much. Uh, we're about to see the first pitch right now. It's you know, it's game time. It's time to fly that W. Uh, John Lester is on the mound. Uh, the Cubs should have won this division handedly. They should not be playing in this game right now. But Milwaukee did their job. They, they're coming in hot. They did. Uh, they do have the. the Who's the, the Cubs? Sorry to interrupt you. Who's the Cubs manager? Um, Joe Madden. Yeah, Joe Madden. Well, um, Joe Madden should have managed better, and they would have won. He, he should have been a better manager, better managing, <laughs> better coaching, and they would have been there. Yeah, and we'll hit on that in my in, in the NFL. Um, no, uh, yeah, I, I really don't have much here. I hope they win. Uh, I think they will win. Uh, but it's it's a one-game playoff. Anything can happen. This isn't a series or anything. This is a one-game playoff. So, um, you know, you can, come in, you can come in very hot and then choke in this game. So we'll see how this goes. It should be a great game, I think. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll even give a score. Let's go Cubs. Eight, Rockies three. Um, they go on a uh, play the Brewers. I think, like I said earlier, the Cubs will win this game. Um, Colorado has a lot of big right-handed bats that should worry Lester. I know he's a great pitcher, but he's an older pitcher. He is experienced vet. Um, but if they get on base and start to run around, Lester has one of the slowest pickoff moves in baseball. There could be a lot of steals in this game if the Rockies can get on base. Lester needs that control. Dude can still throw a 95-mile-an-hour fastball, so I'm not worried about that. He just needs to make sure his control is on today. The Cubs' offense is just as good as the Rockies' offense, so it just depends what Freeland's nerves are like right now. Um, and and we're going to see. I don't think he's pitched in a game like this ever, so we're going to find out. There's a lot of pressure, and you're playing in Chicago. It's a tough place to play. Um, I go Cubs 6-5. Yeah, I think this is uh, Colorado's first playoff game since 2007 when they played Boston in the World Series. So, well, go ahead. No, I want you to keep talking. Let's, let's do it. Talking yeah, I don't know what you're talking go, about, Brandon. Go ahead, Just keep what? going. Go ahead with the Cubs. I, I mean, that's all I was going to say. So, um, yeah, the Rockies playing their first game since 2007, first playoff game since 2007. So, I believe so. I could be wrong, though. Stat guy's not here, so he won't. He can't help us. Okay, well, but, you, um, you should have did your research. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I figured he'd be here today, but I guess not. So He's in Covington, Kentucky still. Well, he needs to get out. He can stay there. Um, if Gary stops crunching his combos over there, Brandon, I'll get you started on tomorrow's game, A's versus Yankees. What you got tomorrow? Man, Moneyball uh, 2.0, I think, um, what? Yeah, Moneyball 2.0. I'll give you a I, good movie, by the it, way. I, I honestly have not seen it, but uh, I obviously know the story. So, Moneyball 2.0. <laughs> so... Again, don't have much. I don't know who's pitching tomorrow for the A's. I don't even know who's pitching Severino for, for the A's. Severino, okay, that's what I thought. Um, I wasn't sure. Um, but give me uh, give me the A's over the Yankees. I hate you, so give me the Yankees. Okay. For obvious reasons. This time I will pull for my team and, and hope because it's a one-off. How, I many, got, how many home runs do you think they hit tomorrow? Uh, the Yankees? <laughs> the Yankees? Yeah. I don't know who's pitching for the A's. I don't know who he don't know. is we'll, either. We'll but figure they, that they out. Have like two hundred. What was the? They got the record. Yeah, they got the record. Seventy and, uh, home runs or something. Speaking of which, did you see Stanton, which who hit the record? No. And when he hit, 
You didn't see it? No, I didn't see it. So he hits the home run over, oh, yeah, over yeah, the monster, yeah. and then the that. guy throws yeah. it back and hits him on a bounce. Yeah. Funny story, that guy's not even a Red Sox fan. He's Henry, a Braves fan. Henry Gardenhoser? Yeah, sure, but he's a... He's, you know where I'm going with that? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, but at least he didn't throw it underhanded. The He is a Braves fan, that guy. He wasn't even a Red Sox fan. So he threw it on a whim. It bounced and hit Stanton, which was funny. They got yeah. the record. I think they hit two or three tomorrow. Um, Judge might get one. Stanton might get one. And then uh, Andujar, who's pretty much their MVP next to Stanton, who flew under the radar, Miguel Andujar, who's a rookie this year. He would probably beat out Torres because Torres is hurt for rookie of the year, but I think uh, Otani is going to get it for L.A. just because of what he did, unheard of, coming in as a rookie doing kind of stuff Babe Ruth did back in the day. So, you know, that's kind of what I think happens. Yeah, and he did opt for uh, Tommy John surgery, so he – So he's done. Yeah, he's done. Well, and their season's over anyway. Yeah. Well – um, while you guys were chatting, I was looking it up, and it says the A's are pitching Liam Hendricks, which is one of their like long relievers. He only has 24 innings pitched on the year, um, so I don't know anything about this dude. He's he probably up. shut down the Yankees if they're going to do that. Yeah, he's he's 0-1 with 22 strikeouts, and he's only played in eight games this year. Um, oh, I'm sorry, eight games started, 25 games pitched with only 24 innings, so that's really odd. Um, he has given up three home runs, so... Looking at that and realizing it, yeah, give me the Yankees tomorrow. Um, I figured, I, I honestly, yeah, I couldn't name more than three players on the A's right now. But yeah. they did win 97 games, so they got to be good. But, yeah, I, I have no idea who their pitcher is. Sevy at home is normally pretty solid. Um, so give me the Yankees like 6-2 to two tomorrow. You're, and you're right, it'll probably be three solo shots. Get them started. That's what they do. And, um, you know, now they've got McCutcheon who's there. He's kind of coming on to his own. You know, he's been batting leadoff. And uh, he's hitting some home runs, too. His on-base is pretty good. Batting average is garbage, but his on-base is good. So that's what matters because as long as you get on base, it doesn't matter how you got there, hit, walk, hit by pitch, whatever. You got those guys uh, behind you in the lineup, Judge, Stanton, and Duhar. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. So um, now we can kind of go into, now that we know what's going on with baseball, um, still our picks, our picks are all there, which is great. So good job on us. All our picks made it. We'll see if Brandon still survives tonight. And uh, good luck, Brandon. So NASCAR, that Roval, man, that was that was actually pretty interesting. If you didn't watch it, it was interesting to see. Jimmy Johnson was going to make it in, even if he didn't win the race, but he went for the win, spun out on that last turn, and knocked himself right out of the playoffs. So, Brandon, you want to give us kind of an update? What happened? Where would we finish? How would everything go? Yeah, he, um, he was going for the win. Um, he did finish out of the playoffs. So, um, I mean, he was – It people are debating this. You know, he should have gone for the win. He should – you know, but guys had, guy hasn't won in 51 races. So, I mean, he's up there in second. He got uh, Truex out of the, the last turn. So, I mean, it was just, you know, I, I his crew chief probably told him to go for the win. So, unfortunately, he did spin out. And, man, Ryan Blaney was just in the right spot. He was in third, passed both of them, ended up winning the race. It was literally um, on the last uh, – I forget what they call it right there, but that last turn right there, turn 15, uh, Blaney passed him and ended up getting the win. So Jimmy Johnson is out. Along with him is Al, uh, Austin Dillon, Denny Hamlin, and Eric Jones. This course, like I said, I was even confused. I thought the Bush Series was going to, or I'm sorry, the Xfinity Series was going to race this. I didn't know NASCAR was actually going to attempt to put a the Monster Monster Energy Series on this track, but they did. 
Um, and it shook things up. It was pretty it, awesome. It, it, it was. It was it was good for the fans. I don't know if the drivers liked it. but um, So your standings right now, Barry, are you going to say something? Yeah, it was. Um, the I can't remember. I think it was the wreck that brought him to the red flag um, that I texted you and said that may be the funniest wreck I've ever seen in my yeah. life because they just came off the start and everybody like went straight into that wall, and it well, was hilarious. They were on lap 109, I believe. And they were all they were on they were on those tires for about thirty laps on that road course, so they were really on they were on uh, bad tires. All I mean, Brad, all he did was he, he tried to slow down, make that turn. His he just locked the brakes and he just slid right into the wall. It took about three guys with him, and then about four other guys hit the other wall, the, the inside wall. So that brought out the red flag. Uh, we got going after that red flag. And like I said, Jimmy Johnson, uh, Martin, uh, Martin Truex battled for it. They spun out. Ryan Blaney sitting in third. Uh, I think he was just, I think he was okay. I mean, I don't know if he was okay getting the third spot, but he didn't think he was going to win. Yeah, and Truex yeah. was pretty pissed and hit Johnson after the race. He did. He hit him. Spun him yeah, back he spun out. him right out, and uh, he gave him, he gave him, uh, you know, his thought in his uh, little press conference afterwards. But what did he say? I didn't see that. Just you know, he was basically called him an idiot. He was going, he was going to make it in anyways, and he decided to spin him out. I mean, to. to be aggressive and try to get the win and took himself out. So the standings right now, they look like they all get reset. They're back at 3,000 uh, playoff points during the season. All those stage wins, um, all those, you know, la- you know, the laps and everything, those are stage points that have moved them up. So right now, Kyle Busch, number one, he's 47 plus. So 3,055 in the standings. Uh, followed by Harvick, Truex, Brad Keselowski, Clint Boyer, Boyer, Joey Logano, Kurt Busch, Ryan Blaney. Now the bottom four, like I said, they do reset. So sitting at nine right now is Chase. Kyle Larson's in tenth, who came down to the last lap. Him, him and Eric, uh, Eric Amarola, literally the last lap. I think they would have tied. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, if he would just would have finished the race, would have got in. I think Kyle Larson would have got knocked out. So they got in. Uh, Eric Amarola, he's 11th, and Alex Bowman's in at 12th. So like I said, the standings reset. They're back at 3,000. Playoff points matter. Stage wins matter. So that that's where you get the additional points where they're at right now. Gary, um, I want to say something here since you haven't picked Hamlin yet. And correct me if I'm wrong. First week, I picked Kyle Busch, correct? Yeah. He won the next week. Right. Last week, I picked Blaney. He won the next week. You're the only one who hasn't picked Hamlin. I'm just saying you might want to pick him for Dover because I'm on a hot streak picking the guy who won one week too early right now. Well, just throwing that out I there. would love to pick Hamlin, but I'm going to save him. And plus, he's out of the playoffs. He's out of the playoffs. Pick him. Yeah. He's going to win. Yeah. He's going to win. I, I like my guy just because, and I'll explain why. So I'll just go into my, well, first, before I go into my pick, Bear, since you can see the board, can you kind of update us on the standings? Yes, so um, Gary and Brandon both took Chase, and I had Hamlin last week. Chase finished 6th, Hamlin finished 12th, so not much changed. Brandon uh, dropped down a couple spots to get closer to me. Gary stayed pretty much the same. He's sitting at a 5.5 average. I'm at 10.1, Brandon at 13.9 with that 37 from Logano finishing last, killing you right now, or you may be beating Gary. Um, I just want to, and I want to say this real quick, so... There's been 10 races, so total collectively, because what we do is we add where we finish by position. So I've had, in 10 races, 55 points. So that's where the 5.5 is. You've had 101, and Brandon's had how many? 139. There you go. So even if I finished last, I would still be ahead of you guys. Which I think 
just in general for all of us, obviously you're doing very well, but even for us, right. being top 15, picking throughout good. the year or picking through half the year, we'll have to wait till next well, year. And but. this is what we kind of go in line with NASCAR. We talk about that consistency with wins and, and where you're consistent throughout the year. Well, obviously I've been consistent, so I'm in the lead. Brandon's in last, but he does have a couple wins. doesn't matter. That's right. He does. Yeah. Uh, how many races do they have a year? 36. 36. And, so, and 10 in the playoffs, 26 regular season. So I think next year, for the whole thing, since there's, you know, like 42 drivers that switch out. Well, there's actually there's only, only like, there's only 40. In some weeks, there's only 37, yeah. 38. Yeah, but what I'm saying is you have, guys, pick that a driver ro- each you have week. guys that rotate through at the end. You're, of, I love it. You have to. And do, let's do we'll, it. we'll knock them off. I let's think next it. year, I think that'll be awesome. And we'll put in something, whether it's someone's got to buy like a lunch or dinner. So are, or you, are you saying so like for the first 26, you can't pick the same driver. No, but the, he's no, saying the all 36. Thing. Because you got to think, yes, I know there's 40 drivers. I know some weeks there's 37 drivers, but there's other drivers. Like this week at the Roval, you had guys who, you know, just they, they, so you think, they you qualify think, well on the you road think course. I'm supposed to sit here and I'm supposed to pick Cole Witt to win a race? Yes. But that's the... <laughs> That's that, a good chance. Look at Trevor Bain did it once. And you know what? That's that's what happens at the places like Daytona and Talladega. You don't know. Look at uh, Busher. You know, you're not going to pick him, but shit, he go. We might pick him in Daytona. <laughs> you know, there's going to be guys who aren't going to win the race, but you know that you want a guy who might finish. If you pick Cole Witt and he finishes 12th, you just you you just skyrocketed. That's amazing. You if Cole Witt finishes 25 or better, that's amazing. I'm just saying. Next year we are doing that. I don't care what anybody says. I like it. So let's get into the picks. They're racing at Dover this week. Old old classic, uh, what, mile and a half? Or is it a mile? Monster mile. Monster mile. It's a mile. Um, the monster mile and a Do- half. You know, Dover's been dominated over the years by Jimmy Johnson, uh, Kurt and Kyle Busch, Harvick. Truex has won here, but not as much. Um, I know Gary wanted to start, but I'm going to start. This guy should have won last week. Give me Jimmy Johnson this week. All right. And the guy I'm taking, because he snuck in to the playoffs, Snuck into that next round. He runs well here at Dover. Give me Kyle Larson. Nice. I like them both. Give me Kevin Harvick. You're finally going to take him? You see I'm saving those big three for the end because they're oh, going yeah. to the playoff. No, I know. I'm, I'm going to take him. Yeah. I still got Kyle Busch here. I wanted right Harvick. I don't want to pick him, but hey. I wanted Harvick here. This I, I can't wait till you pick Kyle Busch because <laughs> I, I, I want to see if you actually do it. I almost thought about it today on the way here. I was like, I almost changed my pick, and I thought, you know what? I think he, I think he did win it in the uh, spring. So I was like, ah, man, do I really want to? But nah. So not to All right, Harvick can go back to back. That's for sure. I think so. I need you guys to. We're gonna do the special segment. So, you guys got pa- <clears throat> excuse me, paper handy. This is a special segment. You got to think about this. Just give me. I want you guys to give me. First off, I'm gonna give you guys the option. Tell me right now, all time or current? What do you want to go with? It can be opposing, and Jake will be the deciding vote. All time. All time, sure. Okay, we're gonna go all time. So what we're doing for the special segment today, we're going to have a four-on-four flag football tournament. Each of you get eight players on a team, four offense, four defense, and drafting right now. So we're going to do a snake draft, which, Brandon, do you know what a snake draft is? If you draft first, he gets the second and third pick, then you get the fourth and fifth, so on and so forth. That's weird, but okay. So what? Why so is it, hold on. Why is that weird? I, I don't know. It's just weird. So why would you pick first, and then he's second, and then you third, then he fourth? That's not fair. Yeah. How is that not fair? You're, you're each picking. Because... It's not. How is that fair? You get to pick first each round. That's not it's, fair. This is Gary's thing. He's doing a snake draft. Give him a snake draft. Does anyone yeah. have a freaking coin that we can flip so we can see who goes first? Brandon, do you want the first pick or do you want the next two? I, I don't. I don't. I guess the next two. I, I don't care. Okay. Okay. And then fair my, And then my question is: Is it? Are we picking just only? So quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Uh, you can do whatever you want. It's four on four. So I can pick four quarterbacks. 
you can pick four quarterbacks, but you got to score with those four guys on the field at the same time. Hey, it's flag football. Anyone can do anything. Right, right, right. So I don't care what you do. They can be anything. You can say, I want Deion Sanders on offense and defense. I don't care. Well, you can't do that. Okay, then you got to pick him for one or but the if other. I, yeah, if I pick Deion Sanders first and I say, if I want Deion Sanders as a cornerback, Brandon can't take him as a wide receiver. Right. And then, no, no, you each, if you if you take Barry Sanders, he's off the board. Yeah, right. Period. That's, what, right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So okay. we're going to go best team. We're going to vote on it. Anybody that ever suited up for the NFL? Anybody that ever suited up? Yeah. So this is it. Very simple. Go. That's why I said all-time or current. Because if it was current, we'd go current players. You said all-time. So here we go. I I prefer all-time. Number one pick. Number one pick, all-time for flag football. Give me Terrell Owens. All right. I like that. Michael Vick. And? The Rocket Ishmael. Rocket speed. You need speed. You need speed. Do I have to even, Do I have to pick anymore? No. You need speed. Oh God. I love these lineups so far. You need speed. I'm and sorry. Jake has returned. He's actually here. He's going to play the role of stat guy. He's writing down the I'm picks writing, right now. I'm writing mine down. Okay. So the next. Brand, so Ryan has the fourth and fifth pick now. So the next two give me. Uh, give me. Joe Montana is quarterback, probably the best of all time. And then let's see. I mean, if you're playing, if you're playing flag football, you really don't need a running back. So give me Jerry Rice. So this guy starts out with Montana, Jerry Rice, and T.O. And Brandon starts out with Rocket Ishmael. Yeah, I'm gonna you take, had Jerry Rice there, and you take Rocket Ishmael take for speed. speed. Yep. Are give you me, kidding uh, me? You get the next two. Give me Ocho Cinco. <laughs> And uh, give me Barry Sanders. Oh, God. That's a good pick. I'll give you Barry I'll Sanders. Give me Barry. Bear, next two. Well, now that Brandon uses the whole offense up, I'm going to start off with defense. Give me uh, Reggie White because he is an absolute monster. Well, was when he was alive. And, Rest in peace. And, Just like Owen Hart. And give me Charles Woodson. Great ball hawk. Charles like Woodson. Not Rod Woodson. Now, do I, do Woodson. I get two picks? Or yes. Okay. Give me Bruce Smith. And give me, um, you said it, give me Dion. Dion. All right, so how many picks have, have you guys each made? Should have three more left, I think. Six. So you have three and he has two. Yeah. Is that right? <coughs> Who picked first? I did. I took a pick. I picked oh, first. Oh, you did. Jesus. That's right. So, you're, yeah, you'll end with, you should end with one, actually. How many picks they got each? No, that's right. I'll, I end with the last one, I think. Yeah, if I if I, I pick, have, I have six, six right now. Six to five. Yeah, if I pick first, so I got two right now. All right. So my other two defense once again because Brandon already filled his offensive spot. So I have one last person that I can use on whatever I want. Let's see. Will be uh, it is flag football. So you really don't want someone who could absolutely kill somebody, or I'd probably take Ray Lewis. <laughs> give me. Oh, you know what? Give me. <laughs> give me. Give me. Give me another Woodson. Give me Rod Woodson, who has most interceptions oh, all time. Man, you know that that literally popped in my head right before you said that. Damn. And last on my defense side of things, I kind of want a linebacker. Mm, you got to get someone who's quick though. Oof. Andy Katz and Moyer. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. No, I'm gonna. Sean Lee. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with a safety. Um, Give me Ed Reed. I like Ed Reed. He's always been one of my favorites. Solid Give pick. me Ed Reed. I like it. 
Brandon, your last two. All right, so what I what do I, I got a lineman, I need a linebacker, and probably another quarterback. I mean, I just took three defensive backs more or less and a, and a guy to rush. So That is true. You took you took Reggie White. Yeah, you don't really He's the guy to rush. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cuz they're basically going to he's going to stand back, you yeah. know, like 7 yards and have to unload the ball. Yeah. To Rocket Ishmael. <laughs> Did you take Who's your quarterback? Vic. Oh, well, okay. Who, I wonder that, how many times that Rod is solid. I, I went, That's solid. Like that's if you would have said him and Jerry Rice, I would have been like Pretty that's good, why but said, no, I get Vic. That's why Brock I said Ishmael. anybody that ever suited up. So in his prime, obviously he didn't make it in the NFL, but I mean, dude could fly. So he's gonna make it in flag football with the other NFL guys. I guarantee Rod. Yeah. I guarantee Rod Woodson shut down Rocket Ishmael. Right, well, we're not gonna have that conversation because it's not. I mean, no, we are because we're gonna. I had you guys draft for yeah, a reason. Guaranteed. We're gonna put these lineups <laughs> against each other. So okay, come on, Brandon, you got? last two defensive guys. Oh man, um, Rocket Ishmael. <laughs> Yeah, rocket. Oh my god! Give me, man. I don't know who else I want. With your, with your second pick. Yeah. I can't even freaking. Okay, it's my, it's my team. I don't care. I know, but I I wanted an all-time team. Vic comes out with a solid pick. I just can't get over rocket. And I went for speed. All right. Yeah. What, what did he run in a 40? First, uh, I just I can't get know. over that. I don't know. He played 30 years ago. I have so no how, idea. Do, how do you know he's he got speed? He did not play 30 years ago. <laughs> he played for Dallas like 12 years ago. He was a cowboy. Remember what that. What year is it? 2018. Yeah. His freshman year was uh, 1988. Okay, at Notre Dame. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Will you pick two defensive guys oh so I can gosh. finish? <laughs> Nob. Oh, by the way, Cubs are down one nothing. you loser. Awesome. Um, Appreciate it. Rackin' Ishmael. <laughs> uh, you're going to distract him. I know. Yeah, I, I mean, it's my team, so I, I don't care. It's not like these guys are going to walk through the door right now. Now I see why Brandon play, doesn't play, play fantasy football. football. <laughs> exactly. We should invite him to the league. Um, He'd wear the dress every year. I'm sorry. No. He'd probably win. Yeah, no. I know. He'd be like, uh, no, Rocket Ishmael. <laughs> TJ Hushmanzada. Um, TJ Hushmanzili. Championship. Man. I don't know. Give me. Give yep. me. A, give me another Hall of Famer, Dale Green. Who? Daryl Green. Oh, I thought you said Dale Green. I was like, <laughs> no. what else? Dale Green. So you've got Daryl Green, Green, Dion, and Bruce Smith. Dion and Bruce Smith. Okay. And then, give me. Freeland, a lefty too. Damn. Give me. Uh, give me Lawrence Taylor. Okay. LT. Okay. You got no speed there, but good thing I don't put my 16-year-old daughter out there on the field. Yeah, no kidding, right? Definitely get her. My last pick, um, I don't have any Cowboys yet, so I am going to make my last wide receiver Michael Urban. So the fun thing here is, did we take any current players? No. Um, Ed Reed just retired last year, right? Yeah. So I was closest. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't just retire last year. He's eligible for the Hall of Fame, isn't he? Yeah, next year. Oh, is it? Oh, so it's yeah. been a little bit now. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But still. Five so, years now. So let me let me see these teams here. We got to put them on the field. So let's go. Who's on offense first? Um, well, if I picked first, Brandon gets to pick offense or defense. D- defense. This is a hypothetical situation. This is it's hy- not yeah. that complicated. <laughs> so you, uh, we're not we're not doing heart surgery here, and you need to put one to another. It's, it's exactly, a, it's and a that's why I made my pick. Half so, these guys are dead. So on the field, he's got and all these people in their prime. Bruce Smith, Deion Sanders, Daryl Green, and LT. Going up against 
Joe Montana, T.O., Jerry Rice, and Michael Irvin. <laughs> Come on. They're going to get torched. Give me my offense, please. Yeah, they're going to get torched. Okay. <laughs> Who's LT going to cover? <laughs> Michael Irvin? The, the, the worst of the three wide receivers? He, he's going to, you know what he's going to do? He's going to just have cocaine on his shoulder and just be like, hey, Michael, come here. Mike, Mike, come on, man. Okay, now flip him the other way here. All right, we'll flip him the other way. So, <laughs> Mike Vick, Rocket Ishmael. <laughs> I can't even. Rocket Ishmael, Ocho Cinco, and Barry Sanders. Not too bad. Your worst player on that team is Rocket Ishmael. <laughs> okay. Your second pick. Oh, man. It's okay. Going up against Reggie White, Charles Woodson, Rod Woodson, and Ed Reed. I mean, his offense is good, you know. If you run, if you ran the option with Barry and Vic and just kept uh, Rocket Ishmael a decoy, I think it would be great. But uh, come on. I mean, we know who has the better team here. Yeah, there's. I thought this would be more. It turned out to be fun and funny. This is why we do it, Brandon. It's hypothetical. I, I don't care. I it's hypothetical. It's a hypothetical debate. Yeah, and you guys don't really know who the Rocket is. So <laughs> that's fine. I don't Dude, care. Play for Dallas. I don't care. I know who Rocket Ishmael is. <laughs> don't Did be he, mad. Did he play with Quincy Carter? And you don't even know how to pronounce his real yes. name. Rajib Ishmael. <laughs> Rajib Ishmael. I think so. Yeah, Rajib. <laughs> Rajibi Ishmael. Rajibi Ishmael. So yeah, I mean, I don't care. The guy's finished second in uh, Heisman in the okay, Heisman fine. Trophy in 1991. Fine. Okay. So I mean, 1990. I'm sorry. So I don't care. I don't care if he didn't make it in the All NFL. Right, he played here, in the CFL. Okay. I don't well, care. That's fine. No, it's good. I, you, I said anybody that ever suited He's up so in the NFL. Right now. I know. No, I'm not because you guys are <laughs> still making so. Pick. You guys are making such. I don't care. <laughs> the guy can fly. Throw him the damn ball. He can, <laughs> He's got. He's got to be open. <laughs> Michael Vick is an inaccurate passer, though. Why don't you put Brady Quinn with him? Uh, yeah. I'm shocked he didn't take Jeez. Brady Quinn. The greatest quarterback in Notre Dame history, right? Yeah, he got, is. You got that new guy. I like him. Uh, what is it, Book? Yeah. Yeah. Ian Book? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he looks good, man. I know you said give him a little bit, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about I'm not drinking that Kool-Aid yet. I know. So, okay. That was fun, but I want to keep this going just because I want to hear what Brandon does. So, because basketball, Brandon, do you follow enough basketball? Know enough history about basketball? Honestly, yeah. Okay, let's do basketball. Starting five, all time. You want first pick, or you want the next two? <laughs> Give me the next two. Fine. Okay, Bear. <laughs> um, Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan, number one pick. LeBron James. LeBron James. And uh, Shaq. Okay. Um, give me. Ooh, I shouldn't have taken Michael because I kind of want Kobe. Yeah, give me Kobe, and give me Wilt Chamberlain. Nice. I like it. I need a four. Give me. I got two picks or one. Yeah, two. Give me. Uh, you better take the two I'm thinking of. I'm probably not. Give me. Give me Tim Duncan at the four. Okay. Give me. Let's see. I need a. I need a one and a two. Give me. Give me John Stockton. Okay, that's it. That's that's all you got. Yeah, there. I know. You're right. Um, I have Jordan Kobe. And, okay, so I need a facilitator. So give me AI, and I need a four more or less. Ah, screw it. I don't need a four. Give me Carl Malone. I'm just got a whole bunch of scores. Okay. You. You took my AI for my for my two. I was gonna put him at the two. Give me. Damn. 
Give me... Give me D-Wade. Okay. So you got your five. Yeah, I got my five. Yeah. All right, He's got so his five. <clears throat> I'm just going to put in five just, just to put in five. Is that cool? Nope. I can't put in five? No. No. They I'll can't put be, in five. They can't be any of ours, though. I know. I'll oh. put in five without your guys. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Give me magic. Give me bird. Because I like to see him to be. <laughs> yeah. Give me magic. Give me bird. Um, they hated each other. We'd never get along. They didn't hate each other. Yes, they did. When they played against each other, they're good friends. They like playing on the dream team together. I wish, you know, Bird didn't go out and do his own driveway so he has a bad back. But that's, you know, part of life. Um, give me – you took uh, – who, who'd you take as your your center? Wilt the Stilt. Oh, man. Wilt the Stilt. And he's also allegedly had sex with over 10,000 women, too. Just throwing that stat out there. That is absolutely true. Very impressive. But if you score 100 points in a game, well, I mean, you can do okay. whatever you want. Give me Bill Russell. I see. I was leaning towards him. Okay. So give me Bill, Magic, Bird. So I got my forwards, my center. You guys took the guards that would have enjoyed having. Um, you took Kobe, right? Yep. God, I got a thing on the fly here. Uh, just... Gosh, man, I don't even ever think about it. You can just make just make a Monstars team and not care. <laughs> but it wouldn't have anybody. I don't think, think Monstars count. Yeah, yeah, I know. Magic could start with a ball. Uh, give me yes. Barkley. You know, I'll put him out there with them and uh, have Magic lead it. So you got Barkley, Bird, Magic, Bill Russell, and uh, man, I we missing. I could a anybody a four. a four essentially more or less yeah well Barkley I, I'm not even gonna say anything <laughs> Barkley's a four but he plays three it's both yeah who is my team oh he's safe Magic Bird Russell and Barkley yeah so I already have Barkley so you need a three yeah two or three oh you did take Barkley yeah you need that's why I said I'm not gonna say anything you need another oh. guard <clears throat> sorry I'm, I'm watching this, I know that, this, that, that I'm watching the games so. unless you play oh, bird if you play bird as your two you go magic at one bird, bird at, at two, two Barkley at four Russell at five so who's your three? Oh god man you could take there's so many options there just give me mm, thinking of all those teams I'm just gonna keep it Celtics keep it going give me Havlicek should have went Durant yeah I know didn't even think about Durant not thinking current take should've. Havlicek should have Shoulda, woulda, coulda. So it's good. So, um, based off these picks, Jordan, Kobe, Wilt Chamberlain, AI, and Carl Malone. Good team. LeBron, Shaq, Duncan, Stockton, and D. Wade. Good team. Another one. Magic Bird, Russell, Barkley, Havlicek. So, I think just on a whim, pretty good teams. Um, that was fun. Brandon, sorry about the uh, whole NFL thing, but uh, it's all good. <laughs> he can fly! <laughs> can he literally fly? He might. That's why they call him the Rocket. Uh, they didn't call rocket. him the Rocket because he's slow. Insider. Speaking of Rocket, uh, how about college football last week? College football. Are, are we was, transitioning? Yes, we are. College Alrighty. football was great. The man of the hour, Brandon, 7-2 and two on his picks. And Bear was 4-5. and five. I was 3-6. and six. So currently, Brandon took over the lead. Should be betting, gambling. 34-19-1. Bear one game behind, thirty-three twenty and one, and I'm sitting at a wonderful twenty-five twenty-eight and one. Now under five hundred, so I'm losing money if I'm betting. Um, so looking good for the year. Uh, let, let's just get right into the picks because it's you know there's nothing else really to talk about. 
Number one, Alabama. At, whoa, 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 whoa. What, what, what? what do you mean there's nothing else okay, to talk about? Okay, we'll talk about Ohio State and Notre Dame. There go were two ahead. huge games this weekend. Fine, huge go ahead. Huge games this weekend. I'll let you talk about Ohio State, and okay. Brandon can talk about Notre Dame. Game number one, Ohio State. Once again, everyone's freaking out after the first half again about how they're going to lose and blah, blah, blah. The best halftime adjusting team in the country did it again. It took them a little bit longer and I hate to say this, but there were some really bad calls in that game. Very bad calls. I mean, we're talking a targeting call of a guy who ducked down and took a shoulder pad to the head. And, uh, yeah, the defenseman got thrown out for that, by the way. The guy caught the ball and ducked down to take the hit. And as the other guy ran across, hit him with a shoulder pad and knocked him out. And then, after they realized he didn't get up, they threw the targeting flag. Terrible call. Very, very bad. A lot of interesting calls. Ohio State still comes back. Haskins played very, I shouldn't say bad. He played mediocre in the first half, came around in the second. Wide receiver started to catch balls again. McSorley did his McSorley things, just tries to run around. Um, the secondary shut down their wide receivers in the second half. It was a thing of beauty. Great game. Scored late. Shut down McSorley again. Um, absolutely wonderful. Loved it. Um, I was worried for a little while, but like I said, you got to wait for these adjustments to come in. You could definitely see him kicking in the second half. It was great. Huge road win. Um, very big. They don't have uh, really any tests, I should say, until they get uh, at Michigan State here towards the end of the year. You know, typical Big Stand, Minnesota, Illinois, Nebraska, who I thought would be a test, but wow, they are. They just lost to who? Illinois? I don't, yeah, they're, they got they're beat by, Yeah, they got beat by somebody bad. Yeah, they're. They might not win a game this year. Yeah, it's it's rough right now, and uh, you know Frost wants everyone to buy in, and no one's buying in. I wouldn't be shocked but, to see a lot of transfers after this year. They're probably they're probably lucky they canceled that game against Akron because they might have lost against Akron too. Yeah, I saw a we saw a Nebraska fan when we worked the shows over the weekend. I said, "How do you feel about Scott Frost?" Her response was, "Love him. Love when he played there. Love what he's going to do with the team." I mean, okay. I mean, it's going to take time. You can't. He was not going to go in there and be the but savior. But four. Well, yeah. I mean, they're just playing bad. This I think is, this is the biggest thing. When you come into a team who last year was what five and seven or something like that, six and six. You know, they they were okay. They weren't great. But you don't have any of your people. You need to get your coaches in, and then you need to get these kids here to buy in. And they're not right now. I, I think that they don't like the change. The seniors definitely don't. No one in that locker room is stepping up. So, yeah, you're going to have to give him time. And he's need, he needs to get his recruits in here, and he's going to have to bring people in. And he's Scott Frost. He is Nebraska. He will bring in kids. I don't think it'll be quite like the mid-'90s Nebraska, who is a great team. But uh, you can't you cannot judge him with um, whoever else was. I don't even know who the coach was. Was it Bo Pelini? Or was that a Ooh. while ago? Nebraska. Ooh. That was Bo Pelini. Before? Yeah. Was it Pelini? No, it was Bo Pelini, but then it was Mike Riley. Okay, yeah, so, you know, these kids from, especially after Bo Pelini and his big coke nose ruined that team anywhere, ruined that freaking school. Yeah, and then Mike Riley came in and did a little bit, but not enough. But you, you don't have your guys yet. If you don't have your guys, you're not going to win games. It's tough for kids to buy in, even though, you know, you're the coach, you're the boss, they should buy in. You know, obviously something there isn't quite right. I guess we'll see as they go on, but you're right. They are bad. Um, yeah, if they didn't win a game this year, I wouldn't be shocked one bit. Sorry, going to Notre Dame Stanford. Um, yeah, it was. I, I didn't watch any of. I didn't watch any of the uh, Ohio State Penn State game, so I can't really hit on that. I saw the end. Um, terrible call by uh, Penn State to run that to run <laughs> that 
zone to run that zone play. I mean, they just ran right into that blitz. I'm happy you brought and that up. What the hell was James Franklin I don't, thinking? I have no idea. And they called like two timeouts, and they they still well, they, they played they played the chess match. Ohio State saw him line up, and they called timeout. So Urban got you know he got with Shiano. They got the defense ready. And then they saw what they put out on defense, and then he came out to that. But what did he see? Because there were still seven guys in the box. I don't, I don't know. That's what, what I still don't understand. I don't know what you saw. I don't know what he saw in that. But and, and it's funny because they showed the highlights before leading up to this, and it's McSorley, McSorley, McSorley here, McSorley there. Fifty-two I, yard run. I you mean, know, forty-five yard. The dude put was the ball on. in his hands, and you run a zone into a blitz on fourth and five or whatever. I mean, like, are you out of your mind? He had what, and like a hundred and seventy-five yard rushing I on have, twenty-five I, carries. I have no idea. Insane. Had his longest run of his career, most rushing yards of his career. Fourth and five with the game on the line. What do you do? You Let's give hand it, it, to it your off. Crappy a, was it a fullback or halfback dive? No, it was, no, a, it was zone. a draw. It was, yeah, it was, it was a like a draw zone. Draw? Yeah, it was like. And and they and he got stuffed behind the line and didn't even you know he didn't get four yards yeah. and it was close he got stuffed right behind the line so no one was fooled with that and I I, I don't know if you saw the I think I I don't know if I showed I might have sent it to Carter but the video of uh, the kid afterwards going Franklin we still love you but what was that he was like he had to get restrained he was so mad like what a classy person James Franklin is I have not liked him since he came to Penn State he's not a good person and he puts on a big fake face he's a terrible person he's not a good coach either and he's going to he's going to get exposed for this here very soon he gave a good speech at the end he did i did i did like his speech you, you could but, really... it, but, but it's fake it's fake <clears throat> it, because he about he he had to get restrained from a, a student saying nothing of no rude no racist comments. No, you suck. Get fired. Was coach? I love you, but that was a bad call. I had to get restrained. How embarrassed? Just walk. Just walk away. You're a grown man. I've had man. to restrain you from Brandon. Grown man. Exactly. I've had to restrain <laughs> you from Brandon. From what? I'm not. A, I'm conversations and debates. I'm not a coach of a freaking D1 football school. I know. So what does it matter? You're that's, a coach of life. That's man. apples and oranges. Coach of life. My po- my point is is that James Franklin is not a good person. He puts on a fake face. I don't care what he told his guys after or what he told the media. After watching that, it was absolutely hilarious. So you know who would be a better coach than James Franklin? I hope Keegan Michael it. Key, <laughs> much better coach than James Franklin. Could be. He looks more like James Franklin than James Franklin looks so like James Franklin. Do you Franklin. think? Do you think this is off the wall? Do you think Woody Hayes was a good person? Um, later in his career, no. Okay. He made he made one mistake. Oh, do you think Jimbo Fisher is a good person? No. Okay, so they're all bad people. So yeah, most all coaches. So where are we at with this? Wait, then? why, why don't you think Jimbo per, Jimbo is a good coach? You didn't see him grab his player. I did, home. but did you see what the player said afterward? He said, "I deserve it." Yeah, he does. That's why I don't like so. about this. I mean, one, like I said, we're what else is he going to say? Uh, no, this guy's an asshole, and I don't want to play anymore. So we're going to have the same thing with Clemson. What happened with their quarterback? How's that look for that guy now? Who is it? Kelly Bryant? What are you talking about? Well, I mean, Kelly Bryant's transferring. He didn't. That's no, it was a defensive <clears throat> player who didn't like. Who... But I'm saying the players. It's like the inmates run the asylum. So Kelly Bryant thinks he can run the asylum. Now he's not going to play at Clemson. And of course, the quarterback gets hurt, and yep. now this jackass can't play. When all he had to do was keep his mouth shut, sit there for even a week, and he'd be back out there playing. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 a betting game. He didn't know that was going to happen. I so mean, basically, he, he wanted to play, and he's he's he got. Benched. Oh, so oh, I can't play because I'm not good enough. So I'm going to transfer now. Yeah, but you're okay, are you, that's what you're kids okay do with now. that. But are you that's okay what with kids that? Do these that's days. what that's no. what kids do. Are you okay with it? I don't care that it's, that's. What are you kids asking do me as a fan days. or as as a coach? If you were a coach, 
How would you feel about that? Of course, I'd be pissed off. But yeah. I mean, it, it's his decision. If he, if he, he's not going to sit there and just be like, okay, I'm not going to play. Let me just sit here. Yada yada yada. No, he's going to say, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to play. This, this is the thing, though. He got, he got. First of all, Dabo made a terrible decision. He I got, agree. He got benched for a freshman who had one decent half of football, and then came in the next week, and still the offense just looked mediocre. It didn't look good with Trevor Lawrence. It, he didn't do anything different than Kelly Bryant did. So why make that change? It, why go from your senior quarterback? To your freshman quarterback, what kind of what kind of uh, message does that send to your team? It's not a good message. Oh, I so, agree, I I agree too. He, Kelly I mean, Kelly Bryant was in my top three of, of Heisman, you right. know, in he the was. ACC. And I'm with you. And I know this Trevor Lawrence. You know, he's a big guy, big arm, and everything. He's going to be good, but you don't you don't start okay. him over a senior quarterback <clears throat> who was winning you football games. Okay, right. Wim, Wimbush was winning you football games, right? How are you going to feel if he transfers? Is it is well, it okay? Kelly, Kelly Bryant's stat is way different than Brandon Wimbush's But stat. you just said he's winning you games. Wimbush wins you games, right? He got benched, didn't he? Yeah. Right? So you, would you be okay if he transferred? I mean, yeah, if, if that's what he wants to do. And you're totally fine with it. Well, Wimbush yeah. is going to transfer because he ain't getting that job back. And see, the only But that was the first time that Kelly actually made a good decision as coach in a long time. No, but, I, I totally agree. But you got to see I think that quarterback you have is going to be but, something. But you got to well, look. Winbush, Winbush was struggling against Ball State. Yeah. He was struggling against um, who they played before Ball State or Harrisburg High School. After, I don't know. Yeah, Vanderbilt. My point is, is that he struggled against bad teams. Kelly Bryant didn't struggle. They just beat Furman thirty-eight to seven. You know, they beat mediocre school. But Notre Dame should have been beating Ball State thirty-eight to seven. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whether they had the stats or not, my point is is that Wimbush would, looked a lot worse than what Kelly Bryant did. Right. But Dabo expects sixty points a game, so and we, he wasn't getting that. So we know Jalen Hurts cannot transfer or cannot play next year. He can transfer, he won't play next year because he's played the five. I games. think he, I think he is going to graduate. So if he wants to transfer, he can play wherever he wants to. Yeah, and then Kelly, we'll see what happens. I mean, we don't know. Who cares? And but oh, oh, at, at, listen. That decision by Dabo was a terrible decision because it's gonna it's, it came to bite him in the ass. They should have lost that game. It, they should have. I watched I watched that whole entire game. How about the the ending with the fans? I thought that was. I mean, like, come uh, on, you I, well, I, I saw and I, I I posted that. and I was the first one to say that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But I guess at every home game they do that, and I am air quoting hard right now uh, for the people oh, in Westmoreland. I guess they do that for every home game when they win. Allegedly, that's that's what they say. They always rush the field when they do. I I don't know. That's just what so, I saw on Twitter. So before we go into the next thing, so Brandon, you talked a lot about coach your guys better, right? Yeah. Are Was we that doing more this the, now? Or are we doing this in the when we talk about NFL? Yeah, let's save it for NFL since we got in the NFL. Okay. Yeah, so let's, can let's, we go to our picks now? Let's do our college picks. Okay. Okay. I guess I won't talk about Notre Dame. That's okay. Oh, <laughs> well, you you did, and you went into something else. So go ahead and give a brief synopsis. No, I yeah, I mean brief. They they um they did they did what they they did what I did not think they were going to do. Let's put it that way. I did not think that they were going to blow out Stanford the way they did, thirty eight seventeen. Um, you know how much money people probably lost? Because we were sitting here like Stanford, you know, give them the five. Oh, I didn't bet on them. Did you bet on them? I lost $50 on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was all over Stanford. People probably and lost a, a shit. Do you, and it looked good for, I mean, oh, they were going did. back and forth. It was a good game at till I, yeah, I, it I was, And I thought I, if I was betting, I would have bet on that. And I would have bet on BYU and Washington because just what we've seen with BYU and then they would have lost. They got their asses handed to them. Yeah, it, it was. They were, what was that, 17 and they got beat uh, – they got beat pretty handily. Who? We didn't have that in. I thought Washington was top ten. 
No, no, they, they dropped. They dropped. They were yeah. eleven. Okay, good. Yeah. I was about to say because I was looking they're, at it. I was but like, they're oh, back Washington. in. They're back in now. So yeah, Notre Dame um, made the change. Obviously, that we just talked about a couple weeks ago. That I mean, I'm not ready to drink the Kool Aid on Ian Book, but the plays that he were ma- that he was making, his pocket presence, awareness. I mean, good lord, um, he he surprised me. Obviously, he put a smile on my face. Uh, I want to see him do it for the next seven games. Hopefully, he can, but. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, he, his, his plays that he were make that he was making in that in a couple plays, his his blind side. I mean, he he. I don't know how he saw it, but uh, I mean, he juked one way, ran around the other end, and uh, totally juked out this one guy and threw down threw the ball down like ten yards, made a first down. I mean, just that pocket awareness is just is crazy that he has, and I hope that he can keep it up. I hope this isn't just you know a couple games where he's playing out of his mind and then he comes back down to reality. Um, Notre Dame needed to make that switch. They weren't they weren't doing anything offensively. They weren't able to throw the ball with Wimbush in there. Unfortunately, Ian Book just uh, gives that uh, uh, passing game just takes that passing game to a new level. So that's why they made that that switch, which turns out right as of right now, pretty good uh, switch. Yeah, I agree. Like you said, I think Brian Kelly made a good choice on that. Um, you know, I, I told you in the beginning of the year, I'm pretty sure when I gave you that Notre Dame was going to be 8-4, and four, that it was going to be up to Wimbush. So now it's kind of hard to pick because if I knew this dude was going to come in, I probably would have changed it a little bit. Because realistically, if Wimbush plays that Stanford game, they probably lose. Um, it oh, might, yeah. it might, it'll definitely be closer, but they probably lose that game. But I do want to say, and I'm not taking anything away from Notre Dame, they, they absolutely beat the shit out of Stanford in that second half. They played really well. Um, like I said, Gold is is very good. He is a lot better than Wimbush. That's his job. Book, not Gold. Shit, why do I keep saying Gold? I even texted you that. I keep thinking isn't it's there, Gold. Isn't there an announcer or reporter who's called Ian Gold? Ian, I, I think there is, yeah. Is there? I'll check I, that out since that guy is not here. But yeah. but with with um, with that, Stanford did play two road games in a row. They had to travel both times, so they were a little beaten down. So I'm interested to see what Notre Dame does this week against Virginia Tech. At Virginia Tech... Um, a team that just played at home and after losing to Old Dominion a couple weeks back has looked a little bit better. Um, it, this should be a defensive struggle. And uh, yeah, I, I think I think a, a little bit better defense than well, I shouldn't say that because Old Dominion put up like forty nine or something, but uh, allegedly supposed to be a little bit better defense than Stanford. So we'll see what Book, not Gold, can do this week um, on the road because this will be his first road test. I don't really count Wake Forest as a road test. Right. So. No, and, and North Carolina wasn't a road test real, last year either. Real quick, Ian Gold. So he played in the NFL for the Broncos. Uh, he was a linebacker, played eight years for the Broncos and Tampa uh, in 2004. He went to Michigan. So still, yeah, I, I still, still don't, don't know who he is, who but that, that name's is, sticking yeah, in your head. Is it gold even, as in G-O-L-D or G-O-U? I'm thinking, I think G-O-L-D. I think it's just because it's four letters. I think that's why I'm getting confused yeah. with could book be and book, gold. gold. Same thing, gold okay. book. Gold, All right, Goldberg. I, I have Goldberg. Gold dust. Gilberg. <laughs> oh, wait, that's wrong. Sorry, that's, that'll, so, be, that'll be Saturday. Um, question for you both. Speaking of and Goldberg, I, uh, 22 years ago, I think, no, 27 years ago today, uh, Mighty Ducks came out. Fun fact of the day. Uh, yeah, isn't that the one where they uh, – I think I saw that on ESPN or First something one. like that. Yeah. So, quick question for you guys. Let's say hypothetically, Brandon, this is hypothetical, Alabama runs a table, Ohio State runs a table, Oklahoma runs a table, Clemson runs a table, Notre Dame runs a table. All five of those teams. Who makes the – who's out And those five teams? This, I, this is the only way I believe Notre Dame does not get in the playoff if they go undefeated because – uh, you're not going to put a third because they're all going to be 13 and 0. They're not going to be 12 and 0 like Notre Dame. They're going to be 13 and 0. Oh no, yeah, yeah, because Big yeah. Ten is playing their championship. 
Yep. So that's the only way I see. You're not, and I, I don't mean to brag just because I'm a Notre Dame fan. Notre Dame, the name carries a lot of weight. You're not no, going to keep them out if they're 12-0. I'm sorry, you're not. You're I, I not going to keep them out. I think out of that hypo- hypothetical situation, Clemson is out. Um, they have a lot of very eeky, close wins. The Syracuse one, uh, blowing it to Texas A&M. Granted, that was in Texas A&M, and they were ranked at the time. But as they go, I, I think Clemson's going to lose here at some point. It's going to happen. Um, so I don't, I don't see that. But like I said, in a hypothetical sense, I see um, Alabama being – one Oklahoma, I'm sorry, Ohio State being two, Oklahoma being three, Notre Dame being four, just for the fact that you know they and and I would like to see it. I, I think mean, that would be fun. I think Alabama Notre Dame would be good. I, I'd love to see Notre Dame get in there and play Ohio I, State just because I, just for the podcast. I would love to see Notre Dame at three, Ohio State at two, and of course I would, I would love like to see, see that Oklahoma because and Ohio State play. Be I fun. would too. That would be a fun game. Yeah, but I think I know what you're saying with Clemson. They are probably going to lose, but if they go undefeated. And Notre Dame just squeaks out a couple more wins. They're gonna. I mean, Who, who's the hardest game left on Notre Dame's schedule? They gotta go to. They gotta go to Vitek. Playing That's in sweet. Blacksburg is. It's gonna be tough, of course. Just, just but I think, man, I after I, that, I like your quarterback, man. I think he's something else. I, yeah, he's I, fun I, to watch. Yeah, what, I know. What, what do they have after this? Uh, USC obviously sucks. So. That's unfortunately no yeah, longer. Yeah, that's be a, a right. That's a that's a rivalry game. I don't care. That's that's Notre. That's but a, that's if, Ohio State, you, Michigan. But if USC, I know. But if USC comes in at five and five, whether they beat them by three or blow them the hell out, it, they're if they're not ranked. So it's not like it's I been mean, years past. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll let you guys think that way. But for me, that no, that's a well, rivalry game. They could be both zero and they could be one could be eleven and zero, and the other could be zero and eleven. It's still it's still a rivalry game. Still yep, a rivalry absolutely. Game. I agree. So, but, but I agree. But if Ohio State did that and they played an zero and eleven Michigan team and won by three in Ohio. State or in Michigan, you guys are going to be like, oh, Michigan's 0-11, who cares? So that's my point, is that, oh, well, they suck, who cares if it's a, it's a rivalry game, they're 0-11, Ohio State should beat them, that's how people look at it, that's how they're going to look at it going and in, that's a fact, Clemson's schedule, whether you like it or not. Clemson's schedule, they got at Wake Forest, home to NC State, at Florida State, which they could lose, home to Louisville, they could lose. They could lose uh, to NC State at they home. Could, they did oh, two yeah. years ago. Definitely. I, I take NC State over Florida State. Oh, same here. I watch Notre Dame. Uh, I, Florida State. Clemson. Watch Wake Forest put up a fight this week. They play at Boston College, Duke at home, and then end with South Carolina. That Duke home. game. That Duke. They're going to lose two. Watch, watch that Duke game. I think that might be. Watch a the South game. Carolina. They're going to they're going to lose two. They will. That, I mean, we don't think of Duke in football at all, even though they did beat Notre Dame a couple didn't, years ago. Didn't they just lose? I and mean, I was at that game. Yeah, they did lose to Vitek, but. Uh, yeah, that's, that's because this is this is the third or fourth time they've been ranked, and every time yeah. they've been ranked, they're like zero and five when they're ranked. <laughs> yep. Like poor well, Duke. Where, where's that Duke game at? That is home. Oh man, I thought it was gonna be at Duke. Okay, home uh, for Clemson. Yeah, watch that Duke game. It's gonna yeah. be close. Well, here let's uh, last thing before we get into this because it just came on the top of my head. We'll, we'll probably all might agree. Who is your surprise team currently? I think it's hands down a team, but go ahead. Surprise team right now, LSU for sure. They're a surprise team for you? Yeah, they were unranked, and now they're fifth. Okay. Yeah, I think it's either LSU or I want to surprise good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you um, give either. I didn't give you a thing. I, I'd be okay with a bad one, too. I'll give you a good one, another good one, West Virginia. I didn't think they would still be undefeated right now. I think I had them. I, at, I think I had them at nine and three or something. So I had I, I had them. Did. I had them playing in the Big Twelve championship when we did our preseason picks. Uh, before the season started, but I, well, they're always that alive. team. They're always that team too. That you know they're they're going to start off eight eight and one. And they're, I mean eight and zero, oh, and they're going to finish you know nine and three. Everyone also so, thought that they were going to get their them handed this weekend, and they put a stomp in yeah. on um, whoever the hell they played. I can't think of it right now, but yeah. yeah. My, my my go ahead. No my my bad surprising team, and I know you were totally 
thought this way too. I mean that they were going to be bad, but UCLA, good lord, yeah. I, they I, might not win I a game either. He, he, I picked them in seven and eight. My, yeah. my, <laughs> my surprise team is ranked now, and they're not traditionally a football school, but Kentucky. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, that, they, yeah. They're what thirteenth now. They yeah. th- listen to this. So they beat Central Michigan. Whatever. They beat Florida at Florida by eleven, Huge, which is the first time in several years. Yeah. Two years. They beat Mississippi State by three touchdowns. Yep. Then they just beat South Carolina by two touchdowns. Yeah. So we're gonna see. They got Texas A and They're at Texas A and M this week. It's gonna be a tough one. That'll be a tough one. But then after that, their big game is Georgia. You know, and they're at home for Georgia and. Kentucky, I think we all had them six and six or something, yeah, even seven worse than five, that. yeah, yeah, something like that. I, I am polling for them. I want to see them do something. That'd be I awesome. That'd be, That's yeah, a great I, story. I, I do, but I don't because I don't want to see them in the fucking championship game with. <laughs> Alabama. There it is again. Well, that's, are we keeping that one? Yeah, we're gonna keep that one. Right. I, I don't want to see it because Alabama's <laughs> gonna blow them out. It's stupid. I want, I want competition there, and I, yeah, I want to see Kentucky do good, but I don't want to see well, if Alabama it, and Kentucky because then it just gives Alabama free ride. Give me Georgia, Alabama, please. Yeah, but if you if if Kentucky comes out and keeps stomping people, and let's say they stomp Georgia, hypothetically, we don't know. Do you think they could? Anybody can hold a torch to Alabama, honestly. I don't, but at the same time, I mean, Georgia's the only one who's going to be there to do it, so give me the better team. Okay. Well, there we go. All right. I do like Kentucky's running back, though. I do, too. Let's get into the picks. All right. Since we've been doing this for 20 Can minutes. Can you name anybody who's gone to Kentucky? I think I know two people, maybe. Like for N- football? NFL, yeah, yeah. Randall Cobb, Tim Couch. Randall, Randall Cobb. Okay, I didn't know Tim Couch. I was thinking of Jared Lorenzen, but okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rand- <laughs> Randall Cobb was my number one, though. Okay, that was it. Yeah, I had him. Go ahead. All right, number one, Alabama at Arkansas, thirty-four and a half. Give me Alabama to win, fifty-two to nothing. So they're they're going to cover. Yeah, I got Alabama too. Alabama big. All right, Vandy at Georgia, uh, twenty-seven points. I'm going to pick Georgia, thirty-eight, thirteen. So they Vandy do. Yeah, they do not cover. So you got Vandy. I, I got Georgia. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I bet you Georgia by four touchdowns. Just yeah, right by on that. That's what I'm yeah. It's going to be close. That might be our bad beat. Uh, Indiana at three Ohio State. Ohio State moved up this week. Uh, 26 and a half. 46 to seven Ohio State. Yeah, um, it's going to be one of those that uh, Indiana always plays Ohio State tough. They can definitely throw the ball around a little bit. I still think Ohio State pulls away at the end, beats them by four touchdowns. Give me the Buckeyes. Buckeyes here. Uh, four, number four, Clemson at Wake Forest, 17. Um, plus 17. 38-10. Wake Forest just uh, fired their, their defensive coordinator after the Notre Dame game. So I don't know what they did last week, but, yeah, they're not going to put up that much of a fight. 38-10. Uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence update. Does he have a concussion? Is he going to play this he, week? He's supposed to play this it's week. The next strain from yeah, what I saw. Oh, not a concussion because yeah, it, it looks like he got They said he's got probably going to play. Okay. Um, I still think, like I just said, that Wake Forest puts up a little bit more of a fight, um, firing their defensive coordinator. Maybe they rally around whoever got whomever got that uh, position. So give me Wake Forest to lose by 10. I also have Wake Forest. Uh, number five, LSU at Florida, two points. And uh, two point, sorry, two point favorite for LSU, so plus two for Florida. LSU 27, Florida 24. Barely. Yep, I have LSU winning by a field goal, so LSU. LSU here. Next, the big one for Brandon. Are you ready? The uh, Brandon is here. We got number six Notre Dame at number twenty-four Vatek. Six points. <laughs> All right, Notre Dame going to Black. <laughs> da, 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 da. Going to Blacksburg. 
Um, this game, I don't. I was very, I would say, mad when Vatek lost to Old Dominion because I. This is when we did our Notre Dame preview. Um, this is the one game that I picked. I picked them to go eleven and one. This is the one game I picked them to lose. Uh, I'm not going to do that today, though. Notre Dame wins 31-27, so whatever that so you is. Pick Vatek. Yeah, Vatek, but Notre Dame wins. <laughs> Overall, the game, and that's what was I'm that, talking about. Was that game. one of your losses last week? What? Yeah, it was one of your yeah. losses. Notre Dame. I picked Notre Dame 31-30. We all picked Stanford. Yeah, I, I know. Do you, but you've, like, Notre Dame is – have you won anything on Notre Dame? You no, pick, he's you, always, no, he yeah. hasn't. Um, no, because they always do. They always do what I what I the opposite of what I think. I think I thought last week the game was going to be well, awesome. No, but you be, were you were right in the beginning though, when they had Wimbush starting. I think and, that was yeah. Notre Dame was a favorite by like one or something. Well, no, were, the Michigan. Yeah, I'm the, talking the Michigan like game, that was not it. not that one. The Wake Forest game or one of those other games you had it, and no. you were like on point. You said don't. I told you don't bet them. I think oh, it was, it was a, a bad game. beat. It was yeah, a bad beat. It was a bad beat. And they won by five. Yeah, I was stupid. So um, I, I said, don't take – this is not going to be a blowout. I, since Brandon did that, I should take uh, I should take Notre Dame. Six is one of those that I like to I like to pull for the favorite. But after a, after a big win at home against Stanford, a tough team, you got to go back and play another tough team on the road. Don't get me wrong, book, not gold, can play. But like I said, this is going to be the first true road game he's played. Um, so I think that Vatek – Pulls the upset by three, Virginia Tech twenty three twenty. And I want Notre Dame. I I, I believe in your quarterback, um, Ian Book. I think they're going to win by a couple touchdowns. So give me Notre Dame. Next, I like it. <laughs> let's hope. Um, <laughs> the the next game, Kansas at number nine, West Virginia twenty eight and a half. Um, Wait, what? what? Uh, we you, picked you two. Missed. I mean, we missed oh, two. I, I am seven, so man. sorry. <laughs> I, I, I skipped two because I'm making my picks as I go. Sorry, number seven. So Texas at number seven, Oklahoma, seven and a half. Give me – oh, the Red River shootout. Give me Oklahoma will cover 34-21. I, Oklahoma struggled the past couple weeks. Um, well, Baylor doesn't count, but they struggled against Army. They went to overtime. <laughs> Kyler Murray, hopefully he doesn't show up late to get suspended for a series, but he did put up seven touchdowns. Pretty pissed off last week. This will be his first uh, Red River shootout here, so I like Oklahoma by – I think Texas is going to keep it close for a while, but Oklahoma will pull away at the end. Oklahoma probably by 10, so give me the Sooners. Oklahoma as well. I think they're going to win by a couple touchdowns. Uh, number eight, Auburn at Mississippi State, three and a half. Um, this will be a close game. Give me Auburn 24, Mississippi State 20. Okay, barely. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Auburn here. Um, I think that they win by two touchdowns probably. Mississippi State just they're on a they're on a little bad streak right now and I think it's going to stay that way. I agree. Give me Auburn. Now, Kansas at number 9 West Virginia 28 and a half. Yeah, I'm glad uh, West Virginia finally cracked the top ten so I can make this pick. I, I kind of like West Virginia this year. Will Greer is the quarterback, Heisman Trophy candidate. Keeps it up this uh, week as well. Pads up those stats, 52-17, to 17, West Virginia. Yeah, Kansas at home can hold some teams to lesser scores. Uh, Kansas on the road, not good. West Virginia is going to blow the doors off of them. Yeah, give me West Virginia. Kansas locks, lost their first game to what Nickel State, and then yeah. their third game they blew out Rutgers, but yeah. it's Rutgers. 
Um, yeah, give me West Virginia as well. Number 10, Washington, back in at UCLA. <laughs> the greatest team, 21. <laughs> um, man, Chip Kelly, bad. Give me... Give me Washington forty-two to six, so they cover. Yeah, big time blowout. Don't care where it's at. Washington, I, they might not even score. Give me Washington big. Give me Washington a hundred to nothing. <laughs> Just because I, okay. I, George Washington could play quarterback and beat UCLA. <laughs> His teeth were made of wool. <laughs> wood. Oh, oh. Hip hop anonymous? Damn you! You gave him the easy ones! ones. (laughs) Northwestern at number 20, Michigan State. 11.5. Yeah, Northwestern coming off that that bad loss to Michigan. They had that game. I don't know why. I don't know how they gave it away. Uh, Michigan State, I said it last week. They they, they were going to keep that game close. They did. Uh, They're going to keep it close again. They're going to win, though. Um, so Northwestern is going to win this game, according to whatever. But Michigan State wins twenty-three to twenty. <laughs> I think this is finally the game. Michigan State is going to show up and blow somebody out. Um, Michigan State by three touchdowns here. I'm taking Michigan State until they get me one. So Michigan State. And last but not least. Shut up. And Pulling Green is literally going to get just absolutely hammered. They will. Uh, they, they, you're right. They're probably going to get hammered drunk before the game. They're going to get their asses handed and to herpes them. and all that other good Bowling stuff. Bowling Green down there. wasn't Bowling Green at one point the STD capital of the world. I I, oh, I, I believe so. Guaranteed. Yeah. Top five. It was. Yes. Jake is still here. He's sitting in a chair. Yes, he agrees. He lives in Bowling Green. Do you by chance have STDs? I do not. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? I am very sure. Have you been tested? I have. Okay, good. Seen you itching over there, so I'm not sure. (laughs) I kind of wondered. All right, Bowling Green at Toledo, 20. You have Bowling Green circled. Write it down, you lose. Bowling Green Green. is going to pull the upset. They're going to pull the upset. Not so fast, my friend. They're going to pull the upset. 36-35. Oh, my God. I already wrote down Toledo for both of us, but we'll just both put a final score in there. Give me the Rockets, 63-24. to Yeah, I want the Rockets. I want the Rockets 70 to 35. BG did give up uh, 63 last week to Georgia Tech. And UT has won nine, uh, eight straight in this rivalry to pull even. They are 34, 34, and one in this rivalry. Oh, they're about to go up 35, 34, and one. Yeah. We'll see. Go Rockets. All right. So we're going to switch Roll over. On. Oh, God. We're going to switch over to the NFL here in a minute. Um, but I am being passed some notes. I don't know what the hell this is. Evan Brown, Bowling Green defensive back. What about him? Oh, Anthony Wayne. Oh, oh, from Anthony Wayne. I was like, yeah, what about him? <laughs> Went to Anthony Wayne, our alma mater, which, by the way, our alma mater is 6-0. and Thank you, Anthony Wayne. They have a home game this week. It is homecoming week, I believe. They've got Perrysburg at home. And then they go to Northview, Napoleon, and then home for Springfield. They're going to blow the doors off Perrysburg this week. I hope so. And what I'm looking for, I don't want to look ahead because I, I'm, I'm thinking if I was betting we're going to be 9-0 and going into game 10. And I think we covered this in a previous episode. I told you about that in BCSN when they did all the coverage of the schools and Springfield kept talking about Anthony Wayne, Anthony Wayne, Anthony Wayne, and Brungard, the coach for Anthony Wayne, said, oh, that's cool, that's, that's great, but uh, I'm looking forward to game one. So mm-hmm. I hope when we get there, I hope Anthony Wayne is 9-0 and they just blow the shit 
out of Springfield. And I plan yeah. on. Do you, I might go I want to go game. to that game. I you might guys go want to go to that game? game? Yeah, I'd love to go to that game. Yeah, I might go so. to that game. Maybe, here, wait a minute. Maybe that's the day we go to Angelo's. No, because oh. I can't I can't get off work that early. Oh, yeah. You, that would be I can make early. it for yeah, the game. I can, be, I can be here by like six. That'd be perfect. Where's Angelo's? Okay. Angelo's in Monroe. Up, so let, no, it's, <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. It's up by me. Oh, is it up by yeah, you? Yeah, it's up. It's up. It's not in Monroe. No, it's right across the line off uh, North Dixie or South Dixie, whatever it is. Okay, so we can maybe that'll be the. It's literally like seven minutes from. My maybe house. that'll be the Saturday celebration after. We'll yeah. see something we'll, like that. We can do that, and then maybe. I do want to go to some of the playoff games if they we, they're going to make yeah. the playoffs. We know oh, that they, they are, and and I definitely will go. Or I mean, obviously the first one will be local, and then we'll see where they go after that. But yeah, no, for the Springfield game, I'll be here for that. Yeah. All right, let's do it. We got a plan for that. Jake, you going? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Jake. Um, you, do you want to be the new stat guy? Yeah, I'll be stat guy. All right. Because he's getting fired, so it's okay. I like it. All right. And uh, so going into the NFL, um, I do have a few things. I want to go into that. But sorry, my, my train of thought here, because I was just thinking about Evan Brown again. Isn't he playing baseball at Bowling Green? No, he quit baseball. He quit baseball. That's what I was wondering. I thought he went on a baseball scholarship. He quit baseball and transferred to football. So he's, is he starting? Okay, so Brandon, you'll be watching the game. We'll be, I'll be, um, I don't know where I'll be. I think I'll be doing a show. I think I'm gonna have to call in for wrestling this weekend because I don't. Yeah, do we have a show Saturday? Yeah, we do have a show Saturday, so I might just call in. Um, so, can you let us know what happens with Bowling Green in Toledo? Uh, yeah, I will. I was thinking about going to this game, but I'm not sure right now if I will. But uh, I can get you. What time do they play? Three thirty. Yeah, Ohio State plays at four, so I ain't gonna work. Yeah, that's yeah. not gonna work. Then Nordane plays at eight, so that's why I would go. I got right. two TVs though, so it's okay. We'll I'll have both on. All right. So NFL. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this. Michael Kendricks did get suspended indefinitely. I don't know how he did earlier. Yeah, for insider trading, so he's suspended. And real quick, before we go into the picks and what we did and how we did, because I am so pissed off about this, and I'm not even a Browns fan. Let's talk about that Oakland screw job. That was that was bad. Um, I watched that entire game with hot friend, and um, she was quite angry. I was even more angry because just watching and and uh, how I did they overturn that? I mean, that was that was bad call number. That was probably the top. You you really can't overturn that. And the worst part is the NFL came out the next day and said they agreed with they it, agreed. Which, which was absolutely incorrect. <laughs> you, it was still is not visible. I I don't know where they would have gotten that. The tip of the ball you could see was still touching that yard line when his forearm went down. So I don't know what the hell they were looking at. Walt Anderson and his crew should be suspended. That was just bad. Um, they had one where I think Garrett came around and 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 sacked Carr. And when he sacked, when he hit him, the ball came out immediately, immediately. And then as the ball was rolling around, they blew the play dead. It was the most obvious fumble. And since they said it was ended forward progress, the Browns would have scored there as well. There were just so many bad calls. There was even a bad call on the other end when uh, Lynch was getting tackled and broke a tackle, and they blew that dead too. A lot more bad calls against the Browns for sure. It looked like uh, they were out to get them, but there were bad calls all around in that game. And I'm telling you what, Walt Anderson and his crew should have been suspended for that. That was just horrendous officiating. I mean, that was really bad. So I'm kind of angry uh, how that one ended. There, at no point the Raiders should have won that game. It was funny that they were a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They ended up winning in overtime by three. It, it's very conspiracy-like, very rigged-looking, um, quite disappointing. So I, I don't really know um, what else to say on that. It just it really pissed me off. And Brandon, I know you didn't watch that game, but I was telling you about it, and it was it was bad. Yeah, I, I'm not fortunate enough, fortunate enough to um, 
have the ticket, so I I did not watch that game. I followed it on ESPN Gamecast, but uh, I thought you know it was forty two to thirty four. I thought the game was over, so what? I was like, hey, was it supposed to be a local game? What happened there? Why? why was no, it they were on Fox for some reason. I don't. It doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, why was it they on? Sh- Fox? It should have been on CBS. There were two. Normally, when an AFC team goes to play an NFC team, Fox gets the rights, right? But, and then obviously vice versa. Mm-hmm. Well. They were both AFC teams, so I don't know why they were on Fox. I, I didn't make any sense. Uh, CBS didn't have. Did CBS have the second game? I can't remember who had the second game, but whoever had the second. No, CBS, Fox, CBS had the second game because it was the freaking Giants and uh, Saints. Yeah, which also didn't make sense. So I don't know. What? I don't know why they switched. That's what I don't understand. I don't know if they gave it to Nance and Romo. I don't know how that works. I don't know how the TV stuff goes on that because those that those were the two games that were switched. The, that game should have been on Fox, but it was on CBS with Nance and Romo as the you know the the prime or the the game of the week, whatever they call it. Yeah. So I don't know if each week they both get a game of the week, how that works, because it seems like every other week you got Joe and Troy, then the next week is Romo and Nance. So I don't understand. It was it was stupid, but I had Sunday ticket, so I really don't care. I can see every game. Yeah, I'm broke, so I don't I don't have that uh, capability. But um, I invite you over every weekend. You, you didn't invite me over until it was like the fourth quarter. So I have told you literally for the last two me. years when I've had the ticket, you can come over any Sunday you want and watch football, but you <laughs> decide not to. At least you get an invite. <laughs> don't you have the ticket? No. Oh, well, I don't like you, so there you go. No, that was no. simple. No. You have a you have an ex-wife and kid to take care of. so. Yeah, you're right. She has half my and, shit. And her boyfriend. So you have an ex-wife, her boyfriend, and a kid to take care of. That's a lot. And the girlfriend. And, and maybe, shows. yeah, and, and shows big. and work. Hey, by the way, I had a guy drop out. Either one of you guys want to leave tonight and go to the show? No. At least 1500 no, guaranteed? I, I, I have school. And I'd prefer work. not to get fired, so I'm good. Oh, yeah, you guys don't have that kind of pull for work. That's okay. I mean, I, I do. I just would rather be at work. Why would you rather be at work? Do you love your job? Um, because I get benefits there. You so I like my off. I like my health insurance and my dental and all that. Yeah, and that is very true. And my time off and all that. And I'm going to the Red Wings game Thursday night, and I'm taking oh, Friday yeah, off. Right. So I, I, I kind of have, have to kind of have to be you in town to for here. that. I've already paid for that ticket. Yeah, I know. Kind of sucks. And man. I'm getting my truck detail on Friday. There's just a lot going on this weekend. Yeah, I know because uh, Nick was supposed to be here for hockey and preview hockey before it started, but he can't because you know he's got a he's working work too. Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? <laughs> These people with their jobs. Yeah. No, and the one the one who's defending me works two hours a day, so <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. But hey, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it. That's that's why I'm broke. That's why I can't. But afford he gets that he gets that health insurance though, don't you? I do for that part time job. That is true. I do. Um, but and before we get into the picks, I just want to touch on it real quick. The Le'Veon Bell breaking news from yesterday said he's gonna report week seven, which is their bye week, and then week eight, um, they allegedly he's gonna play, but um, the we the Tuesday after week eight is the trade deadline. So my theory of what's going to happen and what a lot of people, other people are thinking is, okay, he's going to get traded. I don't think Pittsburgh wants him. I think they're ready to get rid of him. He'll sign his tender. He'll get traded because people want to see that he's going to be there. You know, They don't want someone who's going to be sitting out. It's going to be hard to get anything trade bait-wise to do that. And um, I, you know, rumors were that Earl Thomas was going to be traded for him. That's not going to happen because he broke his leg and then flipped off his bench, which is amazing. I love <laughs> Earl Thomas for that. I was that's, just going to mention that's that. That's why Le'Veon Bell is sitting out right now. For that exact reason, right there, exactly why. So um, you know, you, you get stuff, you get you get held hostage more or less in a situation. I know Earl Thomas had a year left on his deal. He didn't want to be there. Everyone wanted him. You know, he, Seattle really didn't want him there. They were going young. They could have traded him. They could have re-signed him. He just wanted a deal at some point. Nothing happened. They weren't going to give him a big deal. 
That's why you sit out. But he signed. He came to play for the team. Didn't complain after that, and then breaks his leg. More, I, I you know, I, I don't feel I. The flipping off thing isn't great for the kids and everyone that looks up to him, but he did what he needed to do, and that was that was garbage. So it sucks sucks for him, um, and he won't get the money he should have now, unfortunately, next year for whatever else teams he played with because it will not be Seattle. I guarantee that. Oh, well, and he'll be, what, 30 next year? Yeah, I'm sure Dallas will sign him then. Yeah, damaged goods. That's usually what Dallas does. So let's uh, talk about our week four picks. Uh, Bear, who, who's in the lead in pigskin pick him? Well, in pigskin pick right now, it is uh, what what is over the line sports. I, I think it's a podcast. It might oh. be us. Oh yeah, that is us. That's <laughs> right. Um, yeah, after uh, after an eight win start, we've gone ten, ten, and eleven. Uh, Mister Perfect gained a few spots and got eleven this week. Uh, Jake, as we talked about earlier, is sitting two behind us. He had eleven this week, and then we have one, two, three people at thirty six. And go ahead, pop it. Thank you. And this week. The person who got the most right was Justin on the Twitter. He had thirteen. No, it was. Hugh. Oh no, it was Hugh. Hugh, Hugh got to believe fourteen. You right? know who that is? Who is that? Hot friend. Is it? She got Shut thirteen, up. and I and I. Tell I was you, wondering who the hell that was. I tell you right now, she is. Did you make her picks? She is independent. She makes all her. She's gone six, six, five, thirteen. She makes. <laughs> she, and Wait, I, so she had thirteen. How many Justin had, have? Um, Justin was up. He 12. Had, he had 12. Oh, so he only he had 12? Yeah. So he had 12. <laughs> she had 13. Holy shit. And she lost on the Browns and I think... Um, it was bad beats. Colts. Yeah. Well, and the Colts. the Colts, yes. Yeah. The Colts, yeah. So she lost on those two. So she could have went 15-0 and 0 this week. She was literally 16 seconds away from going 13 or 15-0. and 0. So um, I, I thought that was absolutely great and um, good for her to do that. So, going into it, we're still up by one. We're still leading this thing. Let's get into our picks. Last week, uh, Ryan, we disagreed on one game, which was the Texans and Colts. Which <laughs> Terrible ending. <laughs> terrible ending. Thank you, Colts, for going for it on fourth and whatever the hell it was. And Well, wasn't it on their side of the field, too? Yeah, it was on their 40. 40. Um, and, and I... Like you said, if, if Frank Reich was on his other 40 going for it there is fine, but uh, I'm sorry, just just punt and take the tie uh, because you saw what happened. They get one long pass, and they we, spike the ball, and they lose. And so, I'd be a game behind instead of two. And I understand I understand why um, you know Frank Reich wanted to do this. He's got a young team. He's a young coach. You got to make decisions like that. Shows that they have shows you have confidence in your offense. That's great, and that you don't want to tie. I get that. But if you're going to do that, you got to be confident your defense is going to stop a 15-yard pass. Houston had no timeouts. They got Hopkins right down the middle of the field immediately with 26 seconds. Had plenty of time to go spike the ball and kick a field goal, which they did and won the game. Yeah, a few bad beats this weekend, um, but that one was definitely the worst. Should have been Colts should have tied that game at the least. So as we go from there, speaking of the Colts, Thursday night, Colts Patriots. Brandon, who you got Patriots. Yeah, I think the Pats are going to blow them out. <laughs> Patriots, by the way, uh, Chicago and Tampa Bay are on the bites this week. Just yep. had a game, and uh, Chicago whooped their ass. And yep. Trubisky had, what, five TDs in the first half? Yeah, six total. Six, no. Unbelievable. Yeah. And he was is he the second or third youngest? Because I know Mahomes is first think, youngest with six or more or most TDs and at that age over yeah, six I think, touchdowns. I think he was second. Yeah, he had a, he had an amazing game. Um, I think of three of those touchdowns were a little touch pass uh, runner and route, which I don't really count as touchdown passes, but they are. 
So it doesn't matter. Still, they dominated that game. Khalil Mack, another strip sack. That is four out of four. Four out of four games he's had a strip sack. That is unreal right now. I wonder how Gruden feels. I wonder if he's still trying to find that. uh... Did you see his? Did you see his quote? No. What did he say? He said Khalil Mack is un effing believable. Like, yeah, John, we know. Idiots. We know. And you got a steal for your first win in ten years. You jerk off. Yep. All right, Titans at Bills. Brandon. Titans. Yeah, Titans this week. Titans. Dolphins at Bengals. Dolphins. Really? Yep, Dolphins. Oh, Ooh, no, give me the Bengals at home. God, the Dolphins just got smoked by the Patriots. They're not going to get smoked by the Bengals, but the Bengals will win by 10 at least. Well, I guess I'm the tiebreaker. Yeah, there's no question on my pick here, so just move on. Barry, write it down. <laughs> I mean, so far, and, and I think we talked about this, so far, um, with the tiebreakers, Brandon is about one and eleven right now, picking them. So it's good that you go with me on that, and that we're oh, taking. Good. I, I hope well, Miami wins now. I already have all my. You have your stuff picked already, right? I don't know. Oh, Brandon you're just picking does. them now. I, yeah, no, mine's already picked. So this is already set in stone. No, yeah, I, I go with the flow on this one. Um, normally, I print out before we put the NFL, before we put all the teams down. So I go, I like going into college not knowing the spreads, and I like, I mean, I know who's playing in the NFL. I just so like you don't look at the pick. spread when I put them in. Uh, I did today because I printed off the sheet, but I didn't mark anything down. Okay. So. All right. Next, uh, Ravens at Browns. Um, Browns uh, playing at home. Browns. Uh, yeah, Ravens just beat up on the Steelers on the road, and unfortunately I think they're going to beat up a little bit on the Browns on the road. Scheme the Ravens. <sighs> this is the game I had a toss-up in, but I'll go with my first. My 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 brain's telling me the Ravens are going to do it. However, I put the Browns, so I'm going to stick with the Browns. Um, Packers at Lions. All right, so I know that we didn't talk about – Yes! Sorry. I know we didn't talk about... Um, By the way, we're watching the Cubs-Rockies, yeah. so uh, Lester just struck someone out. So um, I know we didn't talk about the Cowboys and Lions game. Uh, Bear, I know you and me were, were kind of going back and forth. I know you kind of said I was I, mad. I was asleep, I, so I, I missed actually, all of it. You, I actually, you were mad. No, I actually was not mad. Now, if they would have got blown out, then yes, I would have been mad. Now, I actually didn't in say a first, that. I sent you a gif that said well, I, know, mad, it's say, I, I know, I know, but... It's 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 different for a first year head coach when Terrible you're losing. Strike, when, you're, by the way. when you're losing, when you're losing games close, because at least you're losing games corner. close. If they kept, okay, if they kept, that's a strike. He's out. If they, <laughs> it's not if, even they over. if they, if they, um, if they would have got blown out by the Cowboys, if they would have got blown out by the 49ers, then um, I would have been pissed. But this is a first year head coach. Yes, they got blown out by the Jets, but they're getting close. They're they're not they're nowhere near you know being 500. I don't think they're going to finish 500, but um, they're losing close. At least they're there. You know, a couple plays. They're a couple plays away. If they're getting blown out, I yes, I would have been pissed on Sunday if they would have lost to the Cowboys by like freaking 30. But they're losing close. First year head coach. If this was Matt Patricia year five or whatever, and then yeah, I would again, I would have been pissed. Um, but to the game, Packers, Lions. Screw the Packers. I'm taking the Lions. Um, I don't know if Ziggy Ansah is going to play. He's got to be close. That would be big. Rodgers is still banged up, so they need as much defensive help as they get as they can get. Uh, yeah, I mean the Cowboys Lions was a good game. Um, you know they couldn't def- they couldn't hold Zeke at the end. He blew right yeah, they through. They finally him. gave him the damn ball. 
Well, yeah, and they finally threw him the ball as they should. He's a better receiver than anyone that they have on that team right now, and you saw that as he made a great over-the-shoulder catch to put him in field goal range, which, by the way, was more nerve-wracking than anything else ever because having a rookie kicker there to kick a 38-yarder to win that yeah. game. Dude, I, I oh woke my. up. I, I fell asleep. I couldn't breathe. I, I got back. I woke up, and they were getting ready to – they were driving. Zeke caught the ball and then ran, you know, just to get on the hash mark. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm sitting here like, oh, we got – this is not Dan Bailey. And I'm like, oh, no, this is going to be interesting. I said, 38 is not much, but for a rookie kicker in that situation, yeah, his first, I mean, is tough. And it, then I went back to sleep right after he made yeah, it. His, his, first, his first real pressure kick, really, I think his probably most pressure kick was just making the first one as a rookie in the NFL. But right. he missed his first one and then ended up making that. But that was, that was a big one right there. Where did so. he go to school? Oh, I don't know. I don't either. He, he, Kansas you know, State, I think, or something. For Dallas? Uh, think, they, they said it. I, I think yeah. Kansas State. I think Kansas he holds State. the record for like most points in Kansas State. Oh, really? or something. I think so. Huh, we'll something take like it. that. All right. But, yeah, I was, I was happy with that. Like you said, this is big with me. It depends on Ziggy Ansa. Um, I don't think he's going to play. And I don't think he is either. So I think that, you know, Rodgers and the pack end up beating Detroit. I think it will be a close game. Should come down to the final possession as it normally does when they play in Detroit. So give me the Packers. There. I don't care if it's the Packers. I'm taking the Packers. I don't care if it's Lions, Tigers, and Bears. Give oh me the my. Packers. Next. Jags at Chiefs. Should be a good game here. Yeah, a couple. Best game of the week. This is a this is one of the games this week that, that potential playoff game. Um, yeah, this would definitely be game, one, of the, one of the games uh, of the day. It should be, if you're going in order, This what is this, a 1 o'clock game? Yeah, this should be a four o'clock game. Um, give me Chiefs. Okay, um, I think that after watching Mahomes last night struggle in the first half, made good adjustments. Um, Denver still played him very tough. This is a whole different environment. He had to play in Denver, which is tough. He played there last year, but that was tough. He's going up against the best defense in the NFL on the road. I think that um, no, they're it's in at, Kansas they're City, at, they're buddy. They're, they are. Yeah, I thought they're in Jacksonville. It's home. Ooh, I did not know that. Well, that changes everything. Not really. He's still playing the best <laughs> defense in the NFL. They're going to show him. Um, a lot of people have been showing him vanilla defenses, which he's been able to read. That's why he struggled with Denver in the first half of that game. They disguised a lot of their coverages. Jacksonville is the best at disguising coverages, and they are the best man-on-man. Um, they're the best man coverage team in the NFL. A.J. Boye has not given up a touchdown to a wide receiver in his last, like, 85 snaps or 80, I don't know, something insane like that that he's been on the field, which has ended up being like six or seven games. So he'll probably have Tyreek this week. Um, We'll see how that goes. I think they'll shut him down. I don't think that Mahomes goes for three or four touchdowns. So give me the Jags. um, 24 to 21 here. Um, Wait. Oh, yeah. No, do your pick. I'm going to give my pick, and then I have a question for you guys. Uh, Chiefs, give me the Chiefs, and then do you guys think Mahomes is the real deal? Yeah. It showed last night. He had to bring his team back from 10 down on the road in a tough environment. Denver is very hard to play in um, against against a pretty damn good defense, and he did it. So I certainly do think Mahomes is the real deal, and it makes him the real deal because he's got weapons all around him. He's got Hunt. He's got Kelsey. He's got Hill. He's got Sammy Watkins. He's got so many. He's so much good talent around him right now that he can just sling the ball wherever, and people are just going to catch it. Cody, like I said, is not getting Kareem Hunt. <laughs> like last night proved 
why instead of yeah, last you can't, week. You can't get rid of Hunt. No. Uh, you can't in fantasy right now. I mean, I know Absolutely that not. he's going to play decoy, but he's going to have those games, and now he's seeing that they can catch the ball in the backfield. So, yeah, Hunt's right. going to be beastly. Hey, uh, Brandon, where did he go to school? Toledo. Yeah, good. I don't hate Toledo. I mean, I just – when they play BG, go BG. Now, did you see the the – when he was running outside the pocket – when he threw it with his left hand as he was getting sacked, yeah, I, saw I, I listened to it on the radio coming <laughs> in this morning. But yeah, I didn't. I they were talking about it, um, but I didn't actually see it. They're, I'm gonna have to look that up. They said they hate throwing out the f word, but they're comparing him to Brett Favre. So yeah, they, yeah, that's what I heard too. They, they were just watching that. I mean, the guy has a cannon for an arm, and I was talking to my dad today about it. He's like, yeah, his dad. He's like, his dad played in major leagues. Yeah. I said, yeah, Pat Mahomes, he did. And he played. He pitched for several different teams. One of them I know was the Mets, but uh, yeah. So that and he grew up, which a lot of people don't know, grew up in MLB dugouts. So you know that kid was always throwing the ball, and uh, you can see he has a cannon. Um, great kid, T Tech, Texas Tech. I, I like him. Brandon, what were you going to say earlier? I was just going to say because um, I, I was wondering if this game was one or four. If where are you going to where are you going to put Jim Nance and Tony Romo? That'll be it, that game. That game. They have to be, because, and usually they're the 4 o'clock game. That's why I brought this well, up. Well, CBS, the only 4 o'clock CBS game is a 4 o'clock, and it's the Raiders and Chargers, so they will be at that game. Raiders, Chargers. Like I said, every other week, Fox has the game of the week, so the game of the week with Joe and Troy this week is going to be Philadelphia and Minnesota at 4 o'clock, so that's going to yeah. be your primetime game. I hate how they do that. I mean, yeah, but all right. All right, next game, Broncos at Jets. Broncos. I hate when Denver goes to the East Coast, especially on a short week, man. Those are these are trap games if you've ever seen them. Um, I think the Broncos are going to pull it out, but I would not be surprised if the Jets beat them. I'm going to be a sissy though and take the Broncos. Yeah, I got the Broncos. Falcons at Steelers. Falcons rebound from that one point loss to Cincinnati. They went at Heinz Field. God, Pittsburgh can't keep losing at home, can they? I. I don't know, man. I know. It's going to be a shootout. Um, Atlanta has no defense. Pittsburgh has no defense. Who scores last? Uh, I think that I think that Pittsburgh wins and Atlanta season's over. I really do. I think this is it for Atlanta, so give me Pittsburgh. Chalk me down, Bear. We're going to agree on this one, too. Um, so I think we have several disagreements. I know you and I went together three times. Brandon, you and I went together once. And then um, – did, did do you guys agree on anything yet where I didn't agree? I don't think so. No, we uh, never the only, do. <laughs> the only one we agreed on was New England. So, Who, who you and I? No, we all agreed on oh, New England. Yeah. And the Titans. Yeah, and yeah. the Titans. Um, wow, that's crazy. Um, so, one, two, three, four, five. So, that's six games we disagreed on? So far, let's keep them rolling. So, oh, real quick, though, who was what was the other – so are we five to one right now, Bear, or is it four to two? No, you guys both had Kansas City, and you both had the Browns. So four to two. Four to two. Okay. Um, so it'll be an interesting week. It'll shake up our NFL, our NFL standings. All right, next game: Giants and Panthers. I think we all agree here. Uh, maybe quick uh, Panthers. Yeah, Panthers. Panthers. Um, Raiders at Chargers. The L.A. Chargers. I said San Diego Chargers probably six times watching that game at home, so I don't know what it is. I just can't get it out of my head. Yeah, give me the L.A. Chargers. (laughs) Give me the San Diego Chargers. (laughs) (laughs) 
Vikings at Eagles. Yeah, that other uh, potential playoff game that I was talking about. Give me Minnesota at Philadelphia. Give me Minnesota. Yeah, I think there's going to be a little redemption coming from last year. Philly just losing to uh, the Titans on the road. Um, they said that there was like a virus or flu going around in their locker room, I guess. I didn't hear that until today, which made everyone sluggish. Um, the, the Eagles are obviously going to want to play well at home. The Vikings, after losing two in a row, especially getting embarrassed by Buffalo, pretty much have to win this to stay, you know, stay looking good here because they have a tough schedule coming down the stretch. Um, redemption from last year, Minnesota by three. Give me the Vikings. Cardinals at 49ers. The Rosen one gets his first win of the year. Give me the Cardinals. I agree with you there. Cardinals. Give me the 49ers. Uh, Rams. At- we agreed on one. There you go. <laughs> Rams at Seahawks. Uh, give me L.A. Big. Yeah, Seahawks uh, just lost their best defensive player um, coming up against the best offense in the NFL. Yeah, sorry about that. Rams as well. Greatest show on turf, point two, right there. Two point oh. Play on turf. Idiot. (laughs) Stupid idiot. Sunday night football. Cowboys at Texans. Brandon. I was going back and forth with this, but I'm sorry. I'm taking the Texans at home. Yep. So am I. Um, Dallas has lost two on the road, one two at home. They're back on the road, even though it's not that far of a road game. They are not going to be able to stop Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins. Their secondary is really bad. They do get David Irving back this week, but you got to get to the quarterback. The linebackers and, um, and and defensive line are going to be huge in this game if they can pressure Watson and throw make him make him throw into bad decisions. But Hopkins is just too good for that secondary right now. Um, and, and same thing with Fuller. Uh, if if he's if his hamstrings ever healthy, which I'm sure it won't be, it's it's going to be a, a big play offense here. Um, and Houston at home. A night games for some reason shows up. Their defense has been really bad lately, but they're they're too talented to be this bad. Um, I think that they're gonna they're gonna shut down Zeke and make Dak pass, and I don't think that that's gonna be good for the Cowboys. So I unfortunately am gonna be taking Houston, but I will be more than happy to be wrong. And I'm gonna take Dallas. Uh, they have played bad, good, bad, good. So they're in route to play bad, and like Bear said, they're on the road. So this they should. Play bad here. However, you know, I was happy to see what uh, Van Der Esch did in place of Sean Lee last week. Looked pretty good. Uh, Zeke, finally, they're using him, you know, out of the backfield, throwing the ball to him. Hopefully he comes out, keeps it up. And uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Give, him, give me Dallas close, maybe like this past week what they did with the Lions. I don't think Dallas is going to blow anybody out this year if they I do. Agree. <laughs> and I agree. And if our picks go this way, which I hope they do, and we got this last game coming up, but um, – if my picks go through, Dallas would be on top of the division, maybe just for this week. So, hopefully, uh, Cowboys. Last game, Monday Night Football, Redskins at Saints. Saints. <clears throat> yeah, give me the Saints. Breeze needs uh, 210 passing yards, I think, to break Manning's all-time passing yard record, which will happen this week against the Redskins. Uh, wrong place, wrong time, Monday Night Football. I think ESPN got lucky as could be. That I he bet played, you they looked into that, though. He played, well, I'm sure they did because they did put the like stat up. But he played like trash against the Giants. Maybe he knew. Like I said, it always makes me think there's a little bit of uh, something going on when you see stuff like that. He plays bad <laughs> against the Giants, but, hey, he knows he's going to Monday Night against the Redskins. They're already going to win, so just keep handing the ball off. Give yourself a you know hit over 210 yards on Monday Night Football and the whole world's watching to break uh, a pretty big record, I think. Um, now, granted, you know, that record was held for, what, when Favre retire? 
08 or something to like 16, 15 or whenever Manning broke it. Um, so I feel like he played into like 2010 or 11, didn't he? Oh, so Brett. From uh, 2011, he retired. Yeah. yeah, and then I think Manning broke it in 15. After yeah, the season, I mean 20. Yeah, but yeah. Warren Moon held it for a while, I'm pretty sure, before Favre broke it. So Breeze is probably going to hold this until Mahomes breaks it here in 15 years. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm calling that right now. Um, Drew Brees, one of the best uh, quarterbacks ever to play the game, undersized, never thought he was going to make it anywhere, and the dude's a stud. So he will get that record, and the Saints will blow the hell out of Washington. You don't think Thanks. Stafford will come up there someday and get the record? He throws for 5,000, it seems like, every year. Eh, no, I don't think so. He's just I don't think he'll be there that long. He's too injury-prone. I think that he gets Good beat point. up too much. Uh, Saints as well. Um, okay, so I before we go on to DraftKings picks, um, what I wanted to do is I, I came across a stat and a picture today, and I know you guys are the betting guys. So right now we're, we're already um, we're going into the second quarter if you look at it of the season right now. So through four games, the playoff picture looks right now. Uh, Kansas City, uh, Cincinnati, Miami, Tennessee, all division leaders with the wild card being Baltimore and Jacksonville. The NFC uh, division leaders, LA, Chicago, New Orleans, Washington. And That's because they had a bye week. <laughs> yeah. Um, Carolina and Green Bay as the wild card. Um, for right now, take out Kansas City and L.A. I think we all know that they're going to win the division. The three division leaders right now in both of those, if you need them again, let me know. Who would you throw money down to win right now if the season ended right now? I need them again. So the AFC, the last three, the, the other three division leaders in the AFC, Cincinnati for the north, Miami for the east, Tennessee for the south. If you had to put money down right now, who would you put down? Tennessee. To, to, Tennessee to actually win it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, on those three. On those three, if if I only had to choose between those three, Tennessee. Tennessee to win that win, win the division. division over Jacksonville? Yeah. Nice. Uh no, I take the Bengals. I mean Pittsburgh looks like crap. The Ravens are um there, but that tie is gonna hurt. Wait, do they have a tie? They have a tie. Who? The Ravens have a tie? No. No. Are they two and two? E three they're three and one. Are they? That's yeah. why I said no, yeah, no, still give me the Bengals because, <laughs> I mean, you said I can't pick Kansas City, right? No, I mean, Kansas City and L.A., we know that they're probably going to win the division. Yeah, so just those three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll take yeah. the Bengals out of those three. Dolphins aren't hanging up there. Titans, you know, won't hang up there either. They stink. But, yeah, give me yeah. Uh, yeah, give me the Bengals if I have to pick out of those three. So the NFC, we got Chicago, New Orleans, and Washington. You had to put put money down on those to win. New Orleans, on, New Orleans is my that's, Super Bowl team. So. That, that's kind of what I thought. So I knew Bear wasn't going to pick Washington since he thought they were going to go one fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> they already got two wins. All right, DraftKings picks quarterback. Well, wait a second, guys. I'm not right there. I admitted it on air. Sometimes I'm not. Most of the time I'm right. Sometimes I'm not. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Anyway, quarterback. Uh, give me Cam Newton this week. I like it. They're going to beat the crap out of the Giants, and there you saw Odell crying like a little baby again last week. Yeah, he was. Um, did he, he, hit, did he hit himself in the face with the uh, place no, kicking thing? Not, again? Not, not yet, <laughs> but I'm sure that's coming. My quarterback this week. I'm um, going to go to Big Ben at home against a bad Falcons defense. He's going to light it up. I thought about that, but you got a guy going for the record on Monday night. Give me Drew Brees. Not bad. Running back. Um, you know what? Give me Todd Gurley. That defense is going to take. That defense took a little hit this week, especially you know with Earl Thomas being out. Uh, I think Todd Gurley has a game. All right. 
Yeah, I got Melvin Gordon. He is on fire right now, and the Raiders' run defense is bad. They gave up 104 yards to Nick Chubb on three runs, and they gave up like 86 to Carlos Hyde and two touchdowns. I mean, Melvin Gordon is going to crush the Raiders this week. And Gurley, for me as well, he's like 90-some yards behind Zeke mm-hmm. for the rushing lead. So I think he's going to get it this week to come back, especially they lost Earl Thomas. I mean, what are they going to do? They already had a bad rush defense, so it's going to be worse. Wide receiver. So Drew Brees is going to break the record. He's got to throw it, he's got to, throw it to somebody. Give me Michael Thomas. Uh, yeah, after last week's game, he's definitely going to want like, a lot of catches, and they're going to be coming to him. I did sort of the same thing. I picked a guy who had a bad week last week to pair with Ben Juju. I think he's going to – To Juju. Yes, he had 100 yards receiving in each of his first three games, and this week got shut down uh, by the Ravens big time. Did not have a good game. So uh, I went with Brown last week. I didn't want to do it two weeks in a row. That's lame. I want Juju this week. I don't even know who I picked last week, so um, but I, I think won't. You, I think you picked Michael Thomas. No, no, no. I mean, in general, oh. all my picks, I I don't remember. But Antonio Brown is who I have this week. Other side of the coin there, because like you said, pass defense is garbage for the Falcons. But um, so we'll see what happens. AB, tight end. Um, I kind of went. I, I struggled with this one, but you know what? I know Booger McFarland called. Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the league over Gronk. You know what? Give me Gronk this week. Um, yeah, his injury, whatever. Um, I went off the radar this week. I just watched Vance McDonald beat up the Ravens a little bit, and if they do have an issue, it is their linebackers. Give me David Njoku this week. Okay. I uh, I didn't want to take you know Gronk who I had before, Kelsey before. Give me Jordan Reed. Yeah? yeah. Against the Saints right. Monday night. All right. A bad pass defense. Defense, Brandon. Come on. Get your defense in. Oh, man. Sam Slacken. Give me – this is just off the cuff. Give me the Broncos defense. Yeah, I'm taking the Titans defense against the the Titans this week. (laughs) Give me the Titans. Uh, I'm actually going to have them for my streaming defense this week in uh, our league because I'm in like 9 out of 10. So unless whoever is in last place picks up the Titans, um, they'll be my defense this week. So. So what place are you in? Ninth. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, I should show you my stuff. I have the Titans, who I was going to pick up this week, so I guess I better put somebody else in since you you're going to get them. You might want another defense because, unfortunately, I'm down well, there. So. Well, thank you for letting me know so that I can put in a different defense. Yeah. All right. Uh, last topic for the day. Top three records that will never be broken. Brandon. Num- number three, Brandon. Heat up. Um, do we want to give honorable mentions? or Whatever you want. Not. I don't care. Yeah, okay. If Well, I'm going to because I wrote them down, so I didn't write them down for nothing. Uh, Joe DiMaggio, 52 game, I mean, 56 game hitting like, streak. You better get an honorable right. mention. Huh? You're, that's that's an, an honorable mention. You're freaking crazy. Yes. yes. We all, should, we all um, better have the, same, best, the I, same number one. I don't have that in there, but I there's just other ones that I feel. Oh, there's that are, so I mean, there's so many. Trust me, there's so many, and I hit. I, I only broke down five. Especially with it being a pitchers league now, nobody's yeah. touching that. And the, the the number four I got, Nolan Ryan. No one's gonna hit five thousand strikeouts. I'm sorry, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's doable though. The Kershaw, Scherzer, these guys certainly can do it. Yeah. DiMaggio definitely would be there, um, and he should be number one, but I'm not. So what's your number three? Oh, number three, um, Emmett Smith, eighteen thousand yards. Um, league's transitioning to a passing league. Sorry, I, what? That'll get, that's my number three. That's gonna get that'll get beat before the fifty-six game hitting streak gets beat. It, it probably, I mean, oh, yeah. definitely. I'm kind of surprised. My, but yeah, go ahead. 
No, I was just going to say, the, the game's transitioning. We're, we can that, see it in the play that calling. That wasn't even my top ten. We, we can we can see it in the play calling. You know, these these roughing the passes. They want all these quarterbacks to play, you know. I'll give, give them, you, I'll give you that with the way it's going as a passing league, but that record will, well, will get broken eventually and nobody before run, no, we die. Nobody runs a one running back system anymore. Name me a team that runs a one, Dallas, one, one running back. Dallas. Dallas. Rams, well, yeah, they Dallas, do now Rams, since they the cut. Rams. Yeah, since they got San rid Diego of. San Diego Chargers. Let's yeah, get rid of who? Darren McFadden, didn't they? They were giving him. The he ball was there year. for Zeke. Darren, Darren McFadden doesn't even play in the league. I know that's what he I said. was there. He was there to back up Zeke. So Zeke it was okay. I'm sorry. Majority of the teams do not run a two a you one quarterback. Said, a run running back system. They all run one quarterback system. Okay, I'm sorry. Majority. You said name you a team. Okay, and okay. I was wrong. Well, majority. Here we go. Majority. I can give you two in the NFC East. Saquon Giants one. No. Zeke two. Todd Gurley could be another one. Le'Veon, when he's playing, is would be another one. one. Yeah. There's more yeah, than you think. It, yeah, it's it's not going to happen though. Okay, well, regardless, that was a terrible number three. Uh, <laughs> my my number three. My number three no, is. I'm sorry. My number three. Excuse me. It's my turn to speak. Is Byron Nelson winning eleven no, PGA terrible. Tour events in a That's row? Terrible, terrible pick. Brandon. Eleven in a row? Are you not, That was my honorable mention. Brandon. Oh my gosh, what a terrible! Pick. Brandon's mad again because no, I, I just I so. can't believe that. People, I, mean, I didn't people, even make my top ten. <laughs> people can't even win three in a row, Brandon. Call Come that on. earthquake. You'll be okay. It's a joke. Even though that was a terrible pick, but it was a joke. Eleven um, in a row is gonna be tough. Eleven in a row is about impossible. Did it in nineteen forty-five. The only person who's come closest is, of course, Tiger Woods. He's won seven straight. Um, went from the Open Championship in July all the way to the Buick Invitational in January of '07. So it's from two thousand six to two thousand seven. Um, that is something that will never be broken, especially with all the golfers that are out there now. There's just too many good golfers for anyone to ever win eleven straight, let alone maybe even five straight. So. I agree. Um, three. You mentioned it already, Brandon. Emmett Smith, no. <laughs> Joe DiMaggio, 56 Look game how hitting streak. Right now, he's so like pissed. nobody is gonna catch Joe DiMaggio in our lifetime. I don't think, especially now that it's a pitcher's what, league. No, what was the closest? The closest 42? that we that well, we've yeah, ever seen we've is Jimmy Rollins, right? Was 38, I think. Jimmy Rollins, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 38. Pete yeah. Rose had 42, right? Yeah, he was up yeah, there. I think there's so many records that won't be broken. I had to dumb this down to five. So, okay. I mean, there's well, so Smith's many. will be broken. There's so many. All right. Uh, number two, Brandon. Number two, NASCAR wins. Richard Petty, 200. I'm not talking about truck series. I'm not talking about Infinity. NASCAR, big boys, NASCAR, 200 wins. Yeah, no one's going to reach that. They only race 36 races a year. So, you'd, if you race for 10 years, you'd have to win 200 yeah. of 360 exactly. races. Exactly. But you it's, can also race. It's not going to happen. You could race for 45 years of your life. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, now these kids, yeah, you got these young kids. That I are hope starting Kyle Busch is racing for yeah. the next 30 years. How old is he? He's 34. Now? Yeah. 34. So, another, yeah. what does he have? 52? 50. 50. So, he needs another 150 wins <laughs> in 30 years. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. He I could know. he could win fifty every ten and, five and, a year. And who, who's second? Isn't it like seventy three is second? No, no, one hundred and twenty four. Uh, no, um, thought it was something weird like no, that. No, Dave, uh, is it Davey Davey Allison? Allison? Yeah, um, one oh, no, it was like one twenty four or something. No, it, look it up because uh, Jeff Gordon's I third. Gotcha. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then seniors fourth, right? No, Jimmy's fourth, yeah. and Jimmy's seniors fourth. Fifth. Senior, yeah, he just took over. Yeah, seniors. Okay, um, while you're looking that up, Gary, I'm going to go with my number two. Wayne Gretzky, uh, career points, 2,857 career points. I, that will never be broken. Yamir Yager has uh, 1921, and he just retired. He's in second. 
he is almost a full 1,000 points away from Wayne Gretzky. Did he officially retire? I think he did last he year did? after okay. he passed Messier because he knew he wasn't getting one. Okay. And he played for like 22 years. you got to remember that. Yeah. I thought uh, it was like 26 That's years. how good Wayne Gretzky is. Um, he is the undisputed goat of hockey, and I don't care what anybody says. You can argue that to your blue in the face. Wayne Gretzky is the greatest hockey player of all time, not arguable. Mark Messier is in third with eighteen or uh, 1,887. The, the closest in active players right now is 16th, and that's Joe Thornton from the Sharks. He has 1,427 points. And he's 38 years old. Yeah, he's only going to play for probably five more years. And he won't, not, he, he won't even touch Messier. I, I got your stat here for NASCAR. So, this is it Davey Allison? Uh, David Pearson. David Pearson. At 105. But I just want to throw this out here for you, Brandon. I knew that. So Richard Petty has 119 wins in Strictly Stock, 1949, and Grand National for 20 years. So in Winston Cup, which was NASCAR, he has 81 wins. So, but they combine everything he did over well, time. I must have looked at the wrong thing because when I when I looked it up, it said NASCAR wins two hundred. So I must have. I must they're have, probably my, calling that into my NASCAR. Research was probably wrong. No, no, no. They're probably combining all that into NASCAR because I'm sure Strictly Stock and Grand National turned into NASCAR. Uh, Brandon, what's that acronym stand for? Huh? What NASCAR, the acronym. National. National Alliance, Stock Cars yeah, Association uh, Auto Racing, racing something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> NASCAR. NASCAR. And, by the way, um, Gordon is third all time, by the way. 93. Three, correct. Boom. Bobby Allison at 84. Daryl Waltrip, 84. Jimmy Johnson, 83. Then Dale. Kelly Arbor, 83. Dale. Dale, 76. Rusty Wallace, 55. Lee Petty, Ooh. 54. Kyle Busch, 50. Yep. So... Give it some time, and uh, Kyle Busch will be up there. He'll probably surpass Gordon at some point, but that's 12, 15 years down the line. I mean, that's uh, probably not. Okay, that's 10 years down the line, maybe. Gary, you're number two. I, <laughs> well, I, I like your, your number two, Bear. My number two is uh, Mr. Pete Rose with his hits. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody is going to catch that. Ty Cobb is within, a, I think, 200 of him, but obviously okay. that was years ago. Ty Cobb could come back from the grave and, <laughs> and get, get those it. hits. Um, Pete Rose, 4,256 hits. The guys now, are the active guys are just now getting over 3,000, are nearing retirement. Yeah. Nobody's touching this. No. It's a pitcher's league now. Nobody's getting there. Pete Rose, number two. Yep. Number one, Brandon. Uh, you you just mentioned him, Ty Cobb, five hundred and eleven wins. No one's ever going to reach that. Ty Cobb. You mean Cy Young? Cy Young. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just said Ty Cobb. Sorry, Cy Young. I'm like yeah. Ty Cobb wasn't. He had five hundred eleven wins. What you, the you hell just did that Ty Cobb? And, uh, I mean, he may yeah. have like over his. I mean, he does play in 162 games a year, so I'm sure he did have five hundred eleven <laughs> wins. He just didn't pitch. No, Cy Young, um, five hundred eleven wins. No one's no one's going to reach that. Um, I I don't even. Think I don't even think anybody's going to hit 400. I think Greg Maddox. What? Who? Who's? I don't even know. I can't even think of the list off the top of my head right now. Um, yeah, no one's going to even hit 400. So, Cy Young. Okay, um, my number one is one that definitely will never be broken ever, especially in the league they play in now, and everyone wants to rest every sixth or seventh game. Cal Ripken, 2,632 consecutive games played. Second place was Lou Gehrig. He had 502 less. Third place consecutive, 1,307 games played. And just throw in there that, that Lou Gehrig had to stop playing. Well, yeah. He died. He had know. his own disease, so it's yeah, impressive. He had his own disease named after him. 
But yeah, that that will never be broken. Like I said, and it's nothing against that. It's just the day and age that we play now. Is everyone play? You know, you you, you rest on Sunday pretty much. You play six days a week if you and you you rest on Sunday. So uh, my number one was Gretzky. So I'll, we'll just throw that out there. But I I saw a meme today and I wanted to talk about this. Do you remember when the Family Guy episode when Peter had to choose between the box and a boat? He's like. The mystery box could be anything. It could even be a boat. Yep. <laughs> so I see today a draft <laughs> a draft pick could be anything. Or a Khalil Max, Khalil Mack. But a draft pick could be anything. It could be even be Khalil Mack. <laughs> <laughs> and I had it in the Family Guy thing, and I, I was cracking up. I thought you were going to go with the Lou Gehrig portion of the Family Guy thing, no. because that's the thought we were going with that, Lou too. Gehrig's disease. Well, he had it. He goes, oh, I'm going to release this on the world, and dropped it and broke it. He goes, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Uh, so it's a good debate today. I like that. It was a great debate. Sorry for some some noises here. We had somebody break their glasses on the show, so they fell out onto the table. I apologize, <laughs> and then I had to be an, an arrogant asshole and just crunch my bag of chips because Brandon was pissing me off. But that's okay. I'm sorry, that Brandon. Makes, I, makes, I will makes apologize. For, to makes you. for good potting. Yes, I will apologize I to you. Bear gave me a look, and I felt pretty bad. I'm like, wait a minute, why do I feel bad for Bear? This guy sits here and opens his <laughs> shit when Brandon's talking and crunches stuff and food. Eh, not normally. But not normally. Sometimes. Uh, yeah, and so I had to do that today, too. But, yeah, great great debate. I, I love Rocket Ishmael, number two pick of the flag football draft. Ugh. Speed. Speed. Speed kills. Yeah, I think that's what you're on right now. Yeah, I making think so, that too. pick. Jeez. No. So, again, uh, thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, 419-704-5471. All Wear Clothing, allwearclothing.com. And Verizon, of course, as a business partner, check them out on their website for all your business solutions. Thanks again to all of them. Check us out on Facebook, Over the Line Sports Podcast, and on Twitter, at OTL Sports Pod. Also, make sure you get in your pigskin pick'em picks to try to catch us, the fearsome threesome. No? Uh, no, uh, no? No. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll get another one uh, how next, about, next time. How about the menage a trois? That, no. Uh, uh, that that probably won't work, work either. Uh, I'll say. The, the threesome? Eh. The fearsome threesome? Uh, no. I like fearsome threesome. We'll go with that. So nah, we'll, we'll switch it up next week. I'll think of something else. I like it. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Are you, I like the fearsome threesome. I mean, come on. He's a rocket. <laughs>